You're listening to NGSE Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSEsports.com where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSC Sports YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Hi, this is Justin Roberts, and you are listening to Three Count Thursday. Hope you enjoy. You're here. I'm here. We're here. Let's do this. Best there is, the best there was, or the best there ever will be. What it is is what it is. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. You're fired. What's up, Three Count Thursday fans? This is Bill Neville from the New Age Insiders. Now here's Jim, Ryan, Matt, and intern Mark, your hosts of Three Count Thursday. And that's the bottom line. Castro Sexton. Welcome to Three Count Thursday live on Facebook.com slash Three Count Thursday. Ryan and Jim here with you in studio. Uh, we hope to have Matt joining us on the line here in a little bit, but uh, if not, we're going to plug away. I uh, want to remind everyone about our show. Our home network is NGSCSports.com. Visit that page for all of the shows, all the written content, and much more. Check out uh, all of the shows on the NGSC Sports Radio Network by searching NGSC at Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn Radio app. You can also stream our show daily at LeibSports.com. That is L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. Subscribe to our show on Stitcher, Google Play, Android, or Apple Podcasts. Go to our homepage, 3CountThursday.com, where you can find all the links to our social media, our Patreon page, our shirts over at WhatAManeuver.net, uh, the link to the Collar and Elbow brand site, where you can use our promo code 3Count for 10% off each and every order, and much, much more. Again, 3CountThursday.com. Ryan, how's it going, buddy? Near the end of the week, November has started. It has. Uh, you wouldn't be able to know it though. It's like seventy three, seventy. Yeah, it was like now. it was like seventy degrees in Pennsylvania today. Yesterday it was like fifty one and rainy. Today it's like seventy five. Yeah, it's odd. So that would explain the sore throat and most likely malaria that I'm going to have by the end of the week. Right, malaria. <laughs> that, that happens. But it's Thanksgiving month. Yeah, it is. So yeah. you know, fat guys rejoice there. So Christmas is next month. Like, we're there. We are there. What a great gift collar and elbow branded t-shirts will make. Or that uh, 3C F&T baby onesie. That's a huge and one. Again, All the babies want that. The, the, you know I, what? It's not the fingerlings or the tickle me elmos that they want. It's the, the child-sized 3C <laughs> F&T shirt that you could purchase from uh, whatamaneuver.com. Dot net. That's all the I don't know what what a, No, I don't know what whatamaneuver.com is. That's probably just a gif of Vince McMahon. That would be kind of hilarious. Just what a maneuver. But uh, I said this last week, and I and it, it still holds true. If for the first person who buys their baby a three CF and T onesie, or their child, I think I said ten and under, a three CF and T T shirt. Uh, if you send me a picture, I will. Uh, I will buy you something off of the. Collar and elbow brand. 
So you're pretty much you're you're buying yourself a collar and elbow brand shirt, essentially. More or less, right? Yeah. Right. But you support us twice, though, which is awesome. So right. Thank correct. You for that. And then there's going to be a child ten years or younger with a three C F and T shirt. So uh, that sounds like a great deal. Like, why yeah, wouldn't like, you do I, exactly, that? Exactly. Exactly. It's so good. I mean, that's marketing. That is. That I mean, is. If a child can wear it, anybody can. The last time I wore that, I got Fruit Loops dumped on me. So you did. It's not. It's not my favorite shirt right now. <laughs> it, I haven't worn it since that day. It's been washed and, and laundered properly. I would hope so. That thing would stink. Yeah, it sure as hell would. But uh, I just haven't broken out yet. Maybe next week I'll wear it to the show. Okay. All right. But boy, three. Uh, that shirt's comfortable. Collar and elbow shirts are just so the, comfortable. The collar and elbow merch is is One maybe. Of- the most comfortable T-shirt I have ever worn. I have three of their shirts. I absolutely love them. I have the use, one. Use promo code three count for ten percent off at checkout, and that is the number three and the word count. And uh, yeah, you'll get ten percent off every order. It's not like your first order. Some of these places you can only do it with your first order. Um, this one, every single order, every every single time. Every single time. Right, they've got some really cool stuff in there. Let's get a shirt for your wrestling fan. Get them something they're going to use more than once. Like, exactly. Go ahead and go out. Collarandelbowbrand.com. Use promo code 3COUNT. How's it going, Lou, Ralph, Chance, Ernie? Welcome into the show. We appreciate you uh, checking in. If you're, if you're following with us live on the uh, Facebook Live video, just give a like and a share. We'd appreciate that. That'll get we more people. Uh, that'll get more people watching. I think we're up to around 10 or so right now. Um, now... There's going to be no, typically we have a, a guest with us to start the show. Um, that is not going to be the case tonight. No. Um, we were, uh, deal. our guest is kind of a big deal. Like he's a busy guy, kind of a big deal. Absolutely is. He is the uh, NWA that of course, everybody knows National Wrestling Alliance world heavyweight champion. You know, that, that belt that is one of the most famous titles in the entire wrestling industry. Tim Storm is the current uh, NWA World Heavyweight Champion. The NWA is set for a, for a big time rebrand and relaunch and everything. Uh, twenty eighteen is going to and beyond is going to be huge uh, for the NWA. So to find out everything about that and what's going on uh, with him, check it out uh, at the end of this show uh, when we go off the air here off the live video. We're gonna get the uh, we're gonna get the link up um, and get the audio loaded. So make sure you check that out. It will not be part of the live video broadcast, but we want you to check out this interview. Tim's an awesome guy. Uh, I We first met him probably close to about 15, 16 years ago. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, we, we would really appreciate once we get that audio up there. The link will be posted on Facebook, on Twitter, 3 Count Thursday, and uh, on our homepage as well, 3CountThursday.com. So make sure you check that one out. Tim's gonna it's, be- it's wild. Go look at the list of the people that have held this belt. Right. This championship. Uh, and Tim Storm, he's 370-plus days. Yeah, I mean, he's held it champion. for a while. Um, he beat Jack Stain for it back uh, over a year ago. Man, just the lineage of this belt is un-freaking-believable. He's awesome. Tim, Tim's I a great guy. I forgot Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana yeah, held Yeah, Colt Cabana held the belt. Um, I think there's a guy, uh, you've heard of him, uh, Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Has held that one. Uh, AJ Styles has held this. AJ Jeff Styles. Jeff Jarrett, I mean, more recently. Uh, what, Steamboat's held it. Dusty's held it. Yep, yep. I mean, there's uh, there's some pretty serious names there in the uh, in the industry that have held that title. And there's some wild ones, too. Uh, Barry Windham, the great Muda. Okay. Uh, Sabu has wow, held what the NWA. That, I assume that was in the TNA. Uh, I guess it was. A, it was from a house show. What year? That was, was uh, two thousand. 
back in November of 2000. Ron Killings yeah, held it. That would have been probably TNA, well, TNA Jeff yeah, Jarrett, yeah, TNA, AJ Styles. TNA would have been like 2002-ish and beyond. So yeah, 2000, that would have just been Sabu, I guess. Yeah, Raven held it, uh, and that, that would have been part of tna with slammiversary yeah so there's been uh there's been a lot of serious names and, and i had a i had a pleasure uh catching harley up race. with him go back in the history though man harley race yeah he's uh rick flair he's Harry gonna be he's gonna be taking on um nick aldis here coming up real soon I saw that. for the uh for the nwa title defending his title against nick aldis so uh lots of exciting stuff uh yeah got uh ralph says sting held it uh ryan says shane douglas held it yeah there's there's tons of names uh, that have held that title. Uh, so Tim is not on live with us, but uh, we had a, a pleasure catching up with him. And uh, you can hear that uh, audio coming up in, uh, once we go off the air here. Uh, Sienna Steele, who was supposed to join us last week, uh, we had some technical problems with the phone line. Uh, now, we ha- we have a whole new phone system. We have a whole new phone line set up uh, for our uh, guest interviews. Um, that is a number that we're only going to share with our guest interviews because uh, I feel like maybe uh, it's just uh, – you get that number out there too much, and then maybe it's going to crash and not work. So hopefully Sienna Steele, she is scheduled to be with us uh, next Thursday night live. Uh, and two guest announcements have already been made for the month of December, but we're not going to say them here. We want you to head over to 3CountThursday.com oh, okay, that's and, fair. Uh, and check it out. So Or www.3CountThursday.com. Or www.3CountThursday.com. Right. But, you know, save yourself the half a second and don't even bother with the yeah. www. That's fair. That's fair. We can do that. Uh, Chance says, I think we need to discuss uh, the perfect Jason, the perfect owner, Smith. Um, I, I don't know how much there's to discuss. The guy is uh, threatening lawsuits to, I think, the entire you know, eastern half of the state of Pennsylvania, um, stemming from him losing, uh, his team losing at, at PWE, and uh, he is no longer in power, and we've, uh, uh, shit, what's the name of the... The PWE show is coming up because it's a, it's they just announced it earlier because uh, JPO is no longer a part. Uh, Colin Bright is uh, is is back in the uh, in the front office there. Uh, Eric Bischoff is the uh, you know is the full owner general manager of uh, of PWE, and they just announced their their show for March of 2018. Reloaded. Really, there we go. PWE Reloaded. That's March the 24th. 2018 yeah so i i don't i don't know how much there is to talk about jpo uh i figure um pretty much the same as his threat to punch me or hit me or attack me at pwe a couple weeks back uh i just assume these are idle threats that's that's about uh that's about all all i can say about that um i and that's about all there is to say about that as far as uh Uh, Legacy Wrestling uh, made a made a pretty big announcement this week, Ryan, that they are joining forces with uh, well, Wrestlers Laboratory, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a promotion based out of New York. Okay, and uh, that'll be a show coming up at is that the Nook? It is at the Spooky Nook Sports Complex. That's December the sixteenth. That's this year. Yeah, that's uh, like a, about a month and a half away. Um, now, if you go to threecountthursday.com or www.threecountthursday.com. Uh, you will see that we have a uh, a tab for upcoming independent shows, and those are shows that we are either going to be attending or uh, companies that we endorse. And, and we encourage you to check out uh, in independent wrestling wherever you are located. Uh, but uh, we already have the uh, the ticket link 
for uh for the next legacy and uh, wrestlers laboratory show so um yeah make sure you check that out it's gonna be a fun one um gonna be a, a pretty fun night there at the spooky nook sports manheim yeah i've always liked going to the nook i just i just it's just nice i like it there not that not the crap on any other promotion or any other i'm sorry uh location no, it's, a, it's, it's just there's something about the nook I like. I don't know. It's just it's such a huge ass complex. It's it's well, for one, it's the closest to us. <laughs> so I think that might play into it a little bit. Right. Um eh, Atomic's closest to me. I'm on the north end of town. That's I can true. sneak sneak that's right true. over to Atomic in like five minutes flat. Or like fifteen to twenty. Okay. I don't know I don't know directions. You have no or concept time. of uh of time or anything like that, but uh it's one of the closest ones. It is a it is a great venue. Uh, absolutely, and uh, we look forward to this show coming up. Uh, we do have Matt on the line. I think as long as the as long as the line's working, Matt, are you with us? Let's see what happens here. I'm with you. Look at that. Perfect. It's well, that working. that's a healthy change from last week. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what the hell happened last week. I have no idea. It it it, it boggles my mind because it was literally no different than uh, than anything we normally do. That was a disaster uh, on, on a given week. Yeah, it really was. Um, Ryan, did you have any thoughts on on Jason the Perfect Donor Smith? I, I know Chance uh, brought the. Um, no, I don't know. I don't. No, I don't really. Okay, Matt, do you have any uh, any thoughts on uh, Jason the Perfect Donor Smith? Who? Okay, perfect. Exactly. Um, Ernie asked, and yeah, if you guys have questions, you if there's anything that uh, you want us to. Uh, to, to talk about or to answer, feel free to, to throw them in the comments there. Um, Ernie asked, do you think Triple H will join the Shield on TV? Uh, that is something we had on the, the agenda, but we'll, we'll talk about it now. Uh, WWE's on their, I think, European tour right now? Uh, yes, they're overseas. Okay, and uh, and Triple H was over there. I think it was a show in Glasgow, and the he teamed with the Shield and put on the Riot gear uh, for a show over there because I think Roman Reigns is still out. Um with the mumps and what Bray Wyatt's still out, so uh, a couple of the, the 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 bigger hitters on on that on that European tour are not there. So uh, Triple H has, has come over. Um, I do not think that, that this will be anything we actually see on TV. I do not think it'll be um, recognized or mentioned on TV. I think it's just one of those kind of cool moments that uh, you do get to see at house shows, and you know, thank. Thankfully, because people, everybody has a smartphone that we, we find out about it as well. Um, cool moment, though. I mean, I, I thought the video was pretty neat. Yeah, I did. I saw some uh, some great uh, memes where it uh, had the picture of Kurt Angle and then had the picture of uh, Triple H. And it said uh, dad versus stepdad or something like that. Like dad versus cool stepdad. <laughs> okay, nice. um, just with Kurt Angle's like overly corniness when he did right, like, that thing. Right. And, then, and then, I mean. What's that movie with... Um... The sequel's coming out this Christmas. Yeah, my two dads or some shit. Matt, I know you know the answer. The with um, with the Will Ferrell and Mark yeah, Wahlberg. It's not my two dads. It's Daddy's Home. Daddy's Home. Okay. Okay. My two daddies are home. Whatever. It's all the same. <laughs> it's all the same to Ryan. How would I know what it's called? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's kind of that feel. Did too. you watch it, Ryan? Which you can't what? Watch it now. It's, it's been too long. It's been way too long. I don't want to be that guy that goes back and like, dude. My two dads are home is the greatest movie I've ever seen. But would you be that guy that goes and, and sees My Dads Are Home Two without seeing the first one? No, because I think uh, in in a great 
cinema movies like like My Dad is Home or whatever it's called. <laughs> um, you need to see the first one to truly respect and enjoy the second one. It's not going to be like a standalone like the Star Wars movies or anything like that. That you need, you don't need to know the story going into it. You definitely need to know the story of Ride Along. Um, or what the what the hell are we talking Ride about? Ride Along? What are you on the WWE <laughs> Network now? No, that's the other movie with the Kevin Hart. Right along. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. right. I'm actually amazed you knew that. <laughs> you surprise us sometimes, Ryan. I shock myself. Um, I never saw the. I haven't seen the first one. I do. I want to see it because I thought it looked funny when it came out, and now the the sequel looks hilarious uh, enough to get me to uh, to go back and watch the original. Because I'm not afraid to go back and watch things. Devin, how's it going? Lee, checking in as well. Uh, Ryan asks. Why hasn't Ohio is for Killers been signed to NXT? Uh, I don't know. Uh, simply put, they're wrestling in Impact Wrestling. Uh, well, that would yeah, that would uh... right now. I mean, dude, fantastic tag team. Uh, we've seen them all around. We've seen them in, in, in CZW. Uh, we've seen them on the Independence. Legacy's had a few of them um, when, when they when they stopped by in, in this area, but uh, they're they're in Impact right now. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see them in TNA Avenger or in uh, NXT eventually. But uh, I think the exposure that they're going to get an impact will only help them. So uh, probably a good a good stop for them there. <laughs> he says they deserve better. I mean, well, sure. No, I there's mean, no the, doubt the, about it. Again, the wrestling product on, on TNA is is or Impact or Global Impact or whatever it's called this week uh, is has never been the problem. It's it's the finding it and the uh, you know just the the uncertainty I think of the company. Um, yeah, I think that, that eventually they'll get there, but. Um, you know, there's 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 so much talent you know out there right now that that isn't an NXT that you know you can you can find in in different ways. I saw what uh, Brian... I mean, they're the Impact Tag Team Champions. Like, right. I don't know what more they could do in Impact right now. Um, and, and they haven't been there very long. They they changed the name because I don't think you can go. Ohio is for killers on a program that's aired on television, even if it is sure. cable TV. Uh, so it's it's Ohio versus everybody, everyone or everybody. Um, so they, they've softened that a little bit, but, uh, Jake and Dave Chris are fantastic wrestlers and, uh, I don't know, you can still make a ton of money on the indie scene. Like, I think we are in a revolution right now where it's okay to be on the indie scene and make money. And, and it's not a bad thing to be a wrestler on the independent scene and not signed to a major contract right now. And there's a lot of people like you look at the Cody Rhodes of, of the world, things like that. Uh, the elite, the young bucks that don't need that WWE exposure, quite frankly, probably don't want it anymore. Or at least, at can... least for the time being. And, and okay, sure. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that Cody will eventually be back there. I really do. Okay. I, I, I think... I'd, I'd be shocked if he does. Really would. Most people go back. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Sure. I, and, and he, I mean, he might not. He really might not. And, and if he doesn't, he doesn't. And, you know, he's kicking ass, you know, doing doing what he's doing and everywhere he's doing it. And... You know that's that's what I think is is awesome about where we're at with um, with wrestling and and it's something that again when you listen to that interview uh, with Tim Storm um, and it's a point that we've hammered home for a while is regardless what some out there might make you try and believe um, there really is kind of wrestling for everyone and for every taste and um, it, it you know Tim likened it to you know ice cream nobody's gonna be like. You know, this is the best ice cream. It's this is my favorite ice cream. Jim, what is your favorite ice cream? Mm. 
I'd probably go mint chocolate chip. Really? Yeah. You do like the mint chocolate chip? If I had to pick one flavor to have, like, forever, it would be that. Okay. The green, right? Not the white? No. Well, I like the Turkey Hill, the all-natural white. Oh, my God. No, that's the best one, but the green is fantastic. That I'm, one tastes like toothpaste. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a mint chocolate chip snob. I will eat all mint chocolate chip ice cream. Okay, that's fair. What is your favorite? I, it's tough. I don't know if I could pick a favorite just because I like so many. Much like professional wrestling, it's... it's but if you, had, if you had to pick just one, one for the rest, of, for the rest life, of your life... Probably cookie dough. Ooh, that's a good one. Here, th- how about those watching uh, on Facebook Live? Thumbs up for ice cream first off, because ice cream's awesome. Right, hell yeah, I'll thumb up. With and that. Uh, and what is your favorite? Matt, uh, what is your favorite? Obviously, it's not the white mint chocolate chip. <laughs> I am I am a fan of the green mint chocolate chip. I think my favorite would be fish food from Ben and Jerry's. Oh. Okay, the Rocky oh, Road. Oh man, I wasn't even thinking. I wasn't even thinking Ben and Jerry's. Cherry Garcia Cherry is really Garcia good. Is pretty damn good. But no, I'm sticking. I'm sticking with uh, mint chocolate chip as my number one favorite. It kind of goes in waves though. Like there, there'll be points where I don't have mint chocolate chip ice cream for a very long time. Um, like I've been on a chocolate peanut butter kick uh, lately. Right. It goes in waves. I like I like the Dutch chocolate marshmallow that Turkey Hill makes as well. Oh, that's pretty good. The chocolate marshmallow is pretty good. Let's see. Uh, Lou likes Rocky Road. Lucid, that's a great oh, that choice. That is a good one. Right, that is a very good one. So either we've all we've always re- we've realized that wrestling is like ice cream, or that Jim and I are just really fat and we're hungry for ice cream now. I am. A, I had a taco taco before we came on the air. You son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll be hey, Jim, honest. What's your favorite ice cream? Oh, a chocolate taco. Dude, I do love chocolate. The chocolate taco is delicious. They're delicious. Uh, Gail says cookies and cream oh, is her favorite. That's a good choice. I mean, man. There's not there, there's more good choices than bad choices. What's a bad choice for ice cream? Mm, the I, white mint chocolate chip. You bite your <laughs> tongue. That is a lie. That is a bold faced lie. Um, like if you just get like plain chocolate or plain vanilla. Well, yeah, but are you going to jazz it up it. with like sprinkles or something? See, if I want like a sundae, I want to have a base of plain and then add to well, that. Right. But if you're ordering just like a straight cone, you got to do something. Oh, yeah, you got to do like something with just... some, yeah, there's some flavor there. See, but yeah. I would go soft serve if I'm ordering a cone. If it's not well, soft serve, I do like serve, a soft serve cone. The worst ice cream I've ever had is uh, Green's brand. And it, depending where you are, I don't know. Is that, is that a national brand or is that? Is Green's still a thing? I don't even know. Yeah, Green's are. is still oh, a okay. thing. But they had a flavor and I, 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 would, I would hope that they don't have it anymore. It was called Jelly Donut. No, it, it to me it sounded really good, and then I bought it, and it it tasted like Windex smells. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right. So I, I I'm sitting there, and you know I put it in a bowl, and I'm sitting in my living room and eating it, and and literally every bite, like the first two bites, just one of the worst things I've ever eaten. Right. And my wife looks at me and she goes, "That's not good, is it?" And I'm like, you know, we've just spent like. You know, uh, in uh, three dollars or whatever it is right. on the, I'm like, it's all right. I spent three dollars. Like, like, like you know what I mean. Like I don't want to throw away the whole thing of ice cream because we just bought. It. And she goes, "Is it, if it's that bad, just throw it away." Now, Jim. Now you know. I mean, we travel around a lot going to shows. We do. You now know why I stick to the things that I like when I order because I'd hate to waste that three dollars. I know. I mean, but I'm, sometimes you got to find out, right? I guess you got to find I out. Guess. 
Uh, Devin says the green mint chocolate, and Lee says Neapolitan. Rum raisin, by the way, is disgusting. Anything that has a raisin in it. <laughs> what? Like... <laughs> like that's such an old person. Rum no offense raisin. to anybody that might be older than me, but that's such an old person ice cream. Ooh. Let me take my dentures out and eat my rum raisin. You know what's good in small doses? And I swear at some point tonight we're gonna talk about wrestling. Um I think it's butter brickle. Oh, okay. It's good in small doses. Like I I, I bought a container of it a couple years ago and like my wife tried it and ate like and it wasn't like that that night. It was like over the course of like a week or so. Okay. Ate like Wait till ha- I see your wife next. <laughs> she was depressed. I need a whole goddamn thing of butter brickle ice cream. Um, she, she ate like half the thing, and I'm like, well, thanks for uh, All right. You know, you, you could have bought some for yourself as well. Women. Um. <laughs> so next time we went to the store, she bought a container. I bought a container. I think we ended up throwing like a container and a half <laughs> away because it just it's one of those flavors that. Apparently, you just don't want a lot of. Right, too much. Too much. Too much of a good thing. Um, any other ice cream thoughts? Um, Turkey Hills, Philly's Graham Slam is disgusting, too. Oh, yeah, that one's yeah, bad. Graham-flavored ice cream. Screw you forever coming out with that Turkey Hill. Do they still make the Touchdown Sunday one? Yes, they do. Okay, that one's that really one's good. tasty. And, you know, I hate everything Pittsburgh sports. That's true. But... The Blitzberg Crunch that they had the other Never year? Never tried it. Just out of principle. Oh. Try it. It, was, it was fantastic. Wouldn't, couldn't do it. I, I had to. I had to. It looked too good. Right. You are, an, and you're a new trier thing. I am like, a new yeah, trier. Something shiny and new. Exactly. I always like to, to try something new. Well, uh, folks, tune in next week when we discuss the, our favorite pizza toppings. <laughs> no, pineapple, no. Pineapple and ham, no. I'm okay with ham. But pie, like the Hawaiian pizza. Okay. Like, What's the issue with pineapple? It's I, a I, fruit, and fruit doesn't belong on pizza, I guess. And here's the deal. If somebody else orders it, I'll eat a slice of it. I won't. The sweet and the salty if that's, if that's of the ham. The only, okay. if, I mean, if it's the only pizza there, I'm not turning down pizza, obviously. But I'm, just, I'm not a huge fan of pineapple. Okay. Period. Okay. I, just, I just don't think it doesn't. I just don't think it belongs on pizza. Well, I mean, I don't think many people just sit and eat pineapple slices as they watch TV. But, I mean, <laughs> like Ryan said, the salty and the sweet combining makes for a nice, it's a nice savory bite of pizza. Yeah. Maybe I'll revisit it because, I mean, it's probably been a couple of years right. since I... Uh... Do you put pineapple on your Christmas ham? Yes. And I will eat the, like, pineapple sauce what relish whatever they want to call it that typically gets served on ham loaf but okay. it's like seasoning things as well it's not just like here's pineapple i'm not a ham loaf fan i don't know okay i don't know how i'm from Lancaster county and not enjoy yeah, i don't know that seems ham loaf that seems odd to yeah. me but it is what it is all right well <laughs> wrestling right right <laughs> 20 minutes into the show and we've talked about uh Jason the Perfect Owner Smith and ice cream. Ice but cream it's a great analogy. I think back to the point. Um, yeah, there was a wrestling point somewhere. for everybody. Exactly. And, and, and you know, so, um, you know, let's get, let's get to a wrestling. What started us on that? It's about know. Ohio is, is for killers. Yeah. Is that, is that what brought us down that road? Uh, Lee asks, um, to tie in wrestling and ice cream, what was one WWF superstar on a WWF 
WWF ice cream bar uh, would you mark out for when you opened the wrapper? Man, I would have marked out for that CM Punk ice cream bar. <laughs> well, who were the superstars that were on the bars? Do we know that? Um, dude, I, I think Randy Savage was on there. Can I wanna, I'm going to try and look it up to see if... Uh, I mean, obviously, if Bret Hart was one of them. No, I, for <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks like there was a lot of them. Ricky Steamboat. One looks like Swamp Thing. I don't know. Randy Savage. Miss Elizabeth. All right. So it looks like... Looks uh like Andre the Giant's on there. Right, Coco Beware and uh, Georgie Animal Steel, Bobby Heenan, Andre, Honky Tonk Man, Million Dollar Man, Macho Man, Elizabeth, Hulk Hogan, Hillbilly Jim, Strike Force, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh, that's Hillbilly Jim that looks like Swamp Thing. Got yeah, it. that's not Swamp Thing. Got it. Um, I, I'd probably say Hogan. Uh, million Dollar Man. How always... the fuck does Strike Force get an ice cream bar? <laughs> right. Um, now this was uh, 1988 Titan that, Sports. That explains it. Superstars of wrestling bars. I feel like the George the Animal Steel one would just like have hair in it or some shit. I <laughs> couldn't do that one. <laughs> I mean, like the Hillbilly Jim has like a 40 pound beard on it. Yeah, I, um, I would mark out for the Million Dollar Man. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What, oh, Miss Elizabeth, I'd love to eat that. Jesus. That, uh, the Million Dollar Man movie's coming out. I think the one night only it's is. next Tuesday. It's Tuesday night. Anybody um, going to see that? I, uh, I'm going to try. I, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to. I, I would love to. Um, I know it's it's playing at Penn Cinema here. It in, is. Just outside of Lidditz. I'm not sure where else. Matt, is there a, do you know, is there a theater in the York area that's playing that? Not that I am aware of, but I haven't looked too much into it yet. Okay. Yeah, no, if you, I know. I forget the actual uh, – maybe I have the site bookmarked. I'm not sure. It uh, doesn't look like it. No. Um, but if, yeah, you go to, if you go to Million Dollar Man's Twitter and Facebook page, I mean, there's there's links to it everywhere <laughs> and uh, to, to find the – and I'm sure it will come out on DVD or something after, uh, after it airs in the theaters for one night only. So um, – yeah, that definitely be a cool thing to check out if if you can. But yeah, I'd mark out for the uh, for the million dollar man. Sure, sure. Hey, the uh, PWI top women, the top fifty women came out. Yes. Have you taken a look at that? I haven't had a chance to. Um, just beyond uh, Matt, I think you tweeted out some of our uh, former guests uh, have found their way onto the list, and, and I think I I retweeted that as well. Um, yeah, well, there's five of them that I saw. Yeah, uh, uh, Chelsea Green, uh, obviously uh, Laurel Van Ness uh, in in TNA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abby Lath, Kimberly was a former guest of the show. Mm-hmm. Veda Scott, Lefisto, and Deanna Perrazzo, uh all made uh, all made the list. Nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good list. Uh, I found I don't know where who's number who was number one. Did you did you? I have Oscar. Oh, Oscar is okay. number one. Makes sense. Uh, one through five, it's all WWE <laughs> or TNA or uh, I'm sorry, WWE or NXT. It's Oscar, Charlotte, Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. That's pretty strong. I just, yeah, I just saw pretty, somebody pretty posted the picture of uh, Triple H with the Shield, and it says next week on Undercover Boss. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's fantastic. That's good. People are having some fun with this one. Which yes, it is possible to have fun with professional wrestling. By the way, too. Um, any other any other notables that that you had a chance? Like I said, I, I didn't have a chance to. Uh, 
to catch the list. No, there's a lot of uh, obviously the WWE knew what they were doing. We had a lot of women from the um, the tournament in here as well. Okay, um, and I'm sure that that might have you know helped a few. Uh, Jazzy Gabbert's on there. Marty Bell's on there. Uh, and again, great wrestlers. Piper Nevin. Without having the WWE tie-in, they stand alone really, really fine. Um, Abby Lath is on there. She's 35. Deanna Perrazzo, 34. Uh, Dakota Kai. Uh, Mickey James, 30th. So good for her. Maybe I should just subscribe to the PWR. I, I, dude, I go out and I buy them every once in a while. Pretty much, I buy it often. I should just freaking subscribe yeah. because it's so much cheaper than dropping like seven bucks, I think. Right. Per... Does anybody subscribe to it that's that's listening on, on online? Let me know how much it is per month. Compared to just buying it on the newsstand, because newsstand I know six ninety nine. Yeah, because I was looking over the Tim Storm one when we were formulating questions for that, um, and that was the one that had Brock Lesnar on the front. That Sean Carr was in there on that one as well. That was the October right. one. Okay, you're uh, right, and it was six ninety nine. Um, Mia Yim's there. She's sixteen. Allie from TNA seventeen. Ember Moon eighteen. Becky Lynch way down at nineteen. Um, wow, which surprised me because like how is Natty at seven? Like not, not to like be a dick about it because Natty is a good wrestler. But what has she done this year that would warrant seven? Right, because her title reign is would have came after. Right, right. It would have came after. Um, she has cats, maybe. Does have that awesome shirt? Claws out, claws out. (laughs) (laughs) What a horrible shirt! Yeah, I have, I have yet. I I wore it. I think the one, the one uh, SmackDown pay per view. We we were watching. I've yet to wear that thing. I believe it. Because I don't even want to try and like explain anything about the shirt because I feel there's no way to explain. I don't think there's anybody to, to explain. It. You just have to own it. Uh, Lufisto, right, I'm gonna wear it to work tomorrow. Lufisto 14 on the list. Great to see her up there. Uh, Did you mention your girl Nia Jax at 22? Nia right? Jax is 22. Um, according to some people, she just runs and falls on people. So. I guess that's good enough to get to up to 22. I guess. Uh, uh, Tony Storm up there, sad, 24. Sad that Eva Marie didn't make it this year. Shot. That's a shame. That's a shame. I bet, she was, I bet she was 51. She had to have been. Had, had to, to have been. been. <laughs> isn't it amazing? <laughs> like, everybody, like, isn't that kind of the, like the funny thing when uh, when the list comes out? Like, every everybody who's not on the list is like, yeah, I was 501. Yeah. It's like, I was 51. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I know both of them are pretty much out, but no Bellas on the list. Okay, yeah, this year, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. Uh, the the prevailing rumor, at least as of right now, is uh, no Emma on the list. That actually kind of surprised. Well, it uh, it depends when the the you know the the kind of year of evaluation was because she did spend the the better portion of the year on the shelf. Correct. So. Right, uh, but if if Eva Marie can get fifty last year, well, I can see Emma getting fifty this year. That's, if anything, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Did it say that like when, like I I, I found it on a wrestling forum. Okay, that right. I, that they found I'll the, to, I, I'm, I'm going to pick it up and, and check it out. Um, the the prevailing rumor you you brought up about uh, no Bellas is that um, Nikki is uh, set to be the or is possibly going to be the new um, SmackDown general manager. I don't know what's going to happen to Shane, and I know Matt. Oof, sorry, man. Uh, I know Wait, that, I missed that. that. What yeah. was that? 
that Nikki Devast- Bella yeah. would re- be replacing Shane McMahon as the general manager of SmackDown. I'm okay with Shane being replaced. It's just the wrong Bella doing it. No, right. No. No. I don't think. No. Really? All right. Well, maybe Brie can come back and have an in-ring career then. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she can. Maybe. <laughs> Good lord. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's talk a little bit about Raw from this week. Primo. Yeah, I ain't playing it. You got salty about it. Whatever. I'm not gonna play it. Uh. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Can't tell me what to do. Um, all right, I'm gonna freaking play it. I actually want to hear it now. It's fucking catchy. It's catchy as hell. It's a fun tune. It's a fun tune. Thumbs up for Bree mode. The at least the song. If you're uh, following along on the Facebook Live video, who do you think is the is the better Bella? And I think this is would also be like ice cream. There's not a right or wrong answer here. Um, no, there's a right. answer. There is a right answer nope, here. No, nope, you guys are wrong. You guys, guys who's are the wrong. better Brie? Who, who's the better Brie? Uh, who's the better Bella? Oh, I'm sorry. Who's the better Bella Brie? And um, yeah, Ryan. share it with your friends so they can know, so we can find out who the better uh, Bella is. Yes, Nikki. Um, I'm bummed. She she got eliminated this week from uh, Dancing with the Stars. Lee says Brie. Mm, it's not cool, man. See, Lee knows. Uh, all right. Four returns happened this uh, this past Monday on Monday Night Raw. Stephanie McMahon kicked off the show by uh, interrupting Kurt Angle's uh, speech to the to the Raw uh, the Raw roster and uh, said that he Kurt Angle is the captain of Raw for Team Raw at Survivor Series. Uh, and if Raw loses, that uh, his job could be in danger. His job as general manager. Um, I didn't see any rumblings at all about Stephanie returning. I mean, I, I assume that um, you know she's regularly in the building. I think so. So you know, her being there, I don't think would have set off any uh, smart alarms. <laughs> That's fair. All right, I agree. Um, are we? Ha- are you? Are we happy to see her back? Or yeah, absolutely. She looks great. She does. She God. Looks, as always. Damn. Just looked fantastic. Sure. I sure. can get over it. <laughs> All right. Man. Clear, clearly. She's good looking. She is. Why can't you just admit it? I have multiple times. Right. Man. <laughs> All right, Matt. I mean, am I right? You you are not wrong. Right? Look, Devin said Bree. Thank you, Devin. Oh, come on, Devin. Um you just said Matt, and you're going to talk over him. Matt, how hot is Steph? What? <laughs> oh, I thought we were talking about Brie. Oh, how hot is Brie? So hot. I mean, Steph's fine, too. <laughs> if but I had Brie... to rank them, I would probably go, honestly, I'd go Steph, Brie, Nikki, without without question. Out of those three, I'd go Nikki, Steph, Brie. You'd still put Nikki Bella over Stephanie the, McMahon. You're... Yeah, you're really dying on this hill. Like Man, Jim. Really? <laughs> hey, you like what you like, gentlemen. You like what you like. Sure. I mean beauty's in the eye of beholder and everything, but damn. But but over, the thing you over, like about really? Nikki, Steph has as well. Like those big old fake titties. <laughs> <laughs> and like I I don't I'm just so surprised I'm honestly shocked you put Nikki. Above above Steph. That blows my mind. I really don't think you would have said that. 
I thought we all would have agreed Steph first. No. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's the clear one. Patrick. Patrick's on uh, Team Jim and, and says Nikki is number one. All right, Patrick. Well done. I appreciate that. Uh, Bo Dallas back with the Miztourage this week. Um, you seem way too excited about that right I there. I love Bo Dallas. Man. Um, uh your girl, Ryan, Nia Jax, returns this week. She's uh, not like most girls. Brought out by uh, Alicia Fox to wrestle Bailey. Um, if they could just... This is my biggest problem with Alicia Fox as captain of Team Raw for the women. Um, and I didn't even necessarily see it coming when she was named the captain or earned the, the, the captaincy or whatever. I, I forget exactly how that happened. Um but my biggest problem is now they're going to give her a mic every week until Survivor Series. And that is not best for business. That's, that is not. She's Man, what's, horrible. What is your take on Alicia Fox? Um, I don't know. I'm, she, she gives like a glimmer of good wrestling every once in a while that you think like okay maybe she can build on this but then she just doesn't <laughs> so it's just been like her whole career has just been like this sporadic teasing where you're like okay there is a wrestler inside of there and then you're like oh no wait never mind and then months down the road you're like oh no wait i see it again all right she's getting there and so on the mic though she's brutal is it is it fair to say she's like the female booker t <laughs> Like, just not a great wrestler, uh, really not good on the mic, does a scissor kick. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Like, tall fair. and lanky, like... How bad is Booker on commentary? He's pretty bad, dude. Is he trying to get, yeah. is he trying to get fired from that job? Oh, shucky, shucky. <laughs> like, it, just every week, I feel, and I, I don't even really remember what the, like, the real dumb thing he said this week was, but I feel like a, almost on a weekly basis, he, he says something... That is just so dumb that it's like, is he trying, right, to, to get fired? Like, I, I just, man, I, yeah, he's awful. Um, so Matt, I'm just curious. FMK, Nia Jax, Alicia Fox, or Natty? <laughs> um, I'm gonna marry Alicia Fox. It's a long, it's a I, long time. I would, honestly, I would honestly just kill the other two. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Ryan, that's how uh, that works, I guess. Same, same question to you. Um, I would... Oh, man. I would... I'd fuck Natty. Okay. I'd, I'd, I'd marry Naya and have to kill Alicia. Sorry. I would... Uh, it just has a long time to hear that screechy-ass voice. I would... I would um, was it? You said Naya, Alicia... Natty. And, and Natalia. Mary Natty, obviously. Duh. Um, this isn't even a bad thing. I like this. <laughs> um, F, Naya, and kill Alicia. Okay. Okay. Yeah, out of those. Um, yeah, Jim just wants to sit next to Brett at Thanksgiving dinner table and well, yeah. put these with him. Brett, well, could you pass the gravy? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. oh no. shit, you're spilling oh, it. Let me, let me, just Brett, let me get that for you. <laughs> He doesn't have Parkinson's, oh. you dick. He had a stroke. Oh. Take my stroke. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Sorry. That's not nice. You're not sorry, though. That's 
I, I mean, I would just appreciate you being honest about it. You're not sorry. Um, <laughs> and the best part is, Matt, to, to your point, is he has dual citizenship, so you can celebrate both uh, American and Canadian Thanksgiving. You don't. Ah. You don't get to celebrate that. Why not? He does. You don't. You're I'm just in a... the family then. Oh, Jesus. It's the... I'm in the family then. <laughs> I mean, in that in the hypothetical uh, scenario, right? I just I have a feeling like they would have Thanksgiving dinner in the dungeon. You'd be like, "I trained at the dungeon, guys. I'm okay. I got this." <laughs> Ryan, if you knew anything, you would know that the Hart House is not owned by the Hart family. I know anymore. that, Jim. I know that. But in the family, I would think you would want to do everything you could to get it back. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we, if there's a will, there's a way. Right. And just you'd make the dungeon your bedroom with your little race car bed. I could see it. Race car bed. Yeah, I'd have that. Tuck me in, Uncle Brett. How <laughs> <laughs> was that voice again? Read me your read me your storybook from uh, Wrestling with Shadows. <laughs> I'll leave the light on because you only have one good eye. And I would not have. <laughs> I would not have a race car bed. I would have a. WWE ring bed, hello. Oh, okay, that's fair. You're right. I mean, come you on. Would. I feel like Jim would have to hold the book for Brett oh, and turn the pages. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> oh, God it, I got another paper cut. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Um, so those of you who are not easily offended and are still with us, we appreciate that. Uh, Samoa Joe also back, um, and he wrestled Apollo Crews and uh, won pretty easily. Correct. I, I actually thought that was Nia Jax again. I didn't fucking know. <laughs> you thought Samoa Joe was Nia Jax? They look the same anymore. They're just, it's bad. Why, so why would Nia Jax be out topless on Raw? I, you know what, Jim? I, I thought the same thing. <laughs> but where the hell are the sensor bars? <laughs> oh, it's just Samoa Joe. We're safe. It's, uh, I guess, it's the new Attitude Era, maybe. It, it, it's Attitude Era 2.0. <laughs> um, Miz and Matt Hardy, I thought, had the match of the night for the Intercontinental title. Um I actually thought Matt was going to win there for for a minute, but then it was like, well, they already kind of have the this match. Now, hypothetically, if if Matt Hardy would have won, you, they I assume they would change the Survivor Series match, so it would then be Matt Hardy versus Baron Corbin because they're doing the champion versus champion thing. Correct, I could see that, and then you would maybe move the Miz into one of the spots on Team Raw. So I could see that happening. Okay, it was a, it was a decent match. It really was. Yeah. There was a few close close uh, false finishes there. Lee says Booker T is only good as GI Bro on commentary. <laughs> old GI Bro reference. Good there. old GI Bro. Um, Daniel Bryan made a uh, made a rare appearance on Raw. Uh, was backstage with Kurt Angle. Then the lights went out, and I don't know. To me. Once the lights went out in that segment, I thought it was one of the funniest damn things ever because he's like on the phone going like, the lights are out. I can't see anything. I'm like, dude, you're holding an iPhone. Right. Just turn the flashlight on. (laughs) No, can you just say like, okay, Google flashlight on? Or do you have to like actually push buttons to turn your flashlight on on your uh, nice iPhone? I I assume Siri can turn the flashlight on. Maybe the iPhone X will have that function. I think that I think I think Siri can turn the flashlight on. Okay, I wasn't sure, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that. I but guess we'll have to we'll have to play that. Uh, we'll have to, we'll, we'll have to try that out. 
Um, and then uh, Kane attacks him. Uh, he ends up getting stretchered out of there. Um, do you think this is a – because the, the belief is, obviously when the lights went out, I don't think he was actually tombstoned or anything. But do you think that them showing the Daniel Bryan character getting attacked on air is a precursor to Daniel potentially working – um, uh, another match in the WWE. I do, I do. I think the WWE knows the writings on the wall. Like if they don't let him work, he'll go somewhere else to work. Okay. Um, and I think he's too big of a draw to let go. Um, and maybe not too big of a draw to want to keep, if that makes sense. But too definitely too big to let go out into the market of right. the Ring of Honor's or New yeah. Japan's that. That it's he's better with us than with somebody else, right? And I think it thing. was Monday or, or Sunday that uh, yeah, I don't know if it was on one of their like Instagram lives, but I think Bree even said that you know she's not going to hold him back anymore. Right, right. Bree said that he's going so, to wrestle again, and and I don't know that to me that just says he's coming back to the WWE written all over. It. Uh, Patrick says Siri couldn't do it, and he did test it for us. So thank you. Damn it, I appreciate huh? that. Huh? Whatever, I'm just saying. Uh, and here's the deal, Jim. I thought on SmackDown when Shane McMahon came out to declare the captain of SmackDown, there was a moment I was like, "Fucking hey, dude, it's Daniel." You thought it was me, Daniel? Like it's happening, and then he's like, "It's me, Shane McMahon, <laughs> or whatever the fuck he does." And uh, and then Matt lost his goddamn mind. I I, I honestly was like, oh, "Fuck!" I really was not very excited about this. Like I feel like I'm coming to the side of Matt now with with the Shane McMahon. Like, it was just too obvious for Shane McMahon to be like, I'm the cat. He's like the bad indie booker that books himself, like, in the main <laughs> events against wrestlers that he shouldn't be wrestling against. But when you That's have the feeling that I have and what's, what they're doing with Shane McMahon right now. But when you have <coughs> Raw GM Kurt Angle. Right. Like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like it was. But Kurt Angle was, like, put there by Steph. Shane McMahon's just like, I'm doing it. It's gonna be me. <laughs> um, he did it, though. you know. Well, it just Ryan, it seems he, to be the thing that he's he been knows doing. That's the only way to make this the biggest Survivor Series of all time. Like I mean, without Shane McMahon, who gives a shit? Right but now that he's in it, this is probably the most watched pay per view of all time. I mean, without Shane McMahon, I mean, just network cancellations. Yeah, you probably. know the WWE profits are just going in the tank. I mean, it's. Just they saying. probably don't have a company in 2018 if Shane doesn't yeah, exa- put this company on his back repeatedly. Exactly. Put on these five-star caliber matches like See? he always does. See, Matt gets it. And it actually sounds like Matt already beat red and sweating right now just <laughs> thinking about his Survivor Series matches. <laughs> he shows up and he gets down to the ring and they're like, did you defect the team raw? <laughs> <laughs> you look like a beat. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like a wet fucking beat. Yeah, I mean, here comes yeah. the mouth. And I don't know. Maybe SmackDown loses, and you know Shane's fired and just kind of goes away for a while. Maybe I mean that I, I could see obviously with the rumors of him being replaced, be it Nikki Bella or, or anybody else. You know, maybe maybe this is the kind of last go around. At least until I mean he steals WrestleMania again. Well, it's only if he could work with like one of the greatest 
wrestlers from New Japan ever. Like they'd have to sign Kenny Omega to wrestle, and they would do it just oh, to sure. wrestle Shane McMahon. I, I mean, is Kenny Omega the the greatest? I mean, I know there's some um, amongst us in Central PA that have pretty much disowned him now. Well, he's going to wrestle a gauntlet match against the Bullet Club, who will just deflect for one night just <laughs> for this honor. So and, and now I'll we'll uh, put Shane over. And will the Bullet Club? I mean, will they be? Where's where? Where's WrestleMania? They're in uh, no. New Orleans. So are they gonna? Are they gonna have obviously way too much fun and like dress up in like Mardi Gras attire? Probably. I mean, we can only hope. I mean, if they dress up as Disney characters, they can. They would. I feel obvi- like you're trying to make a pass at this trick or street fight, and you can't because that was fucking awful, Jim. I'm not but gonna try. No, to. no, okay. no. I'm not gonna try and make a pass for that. That was terrible the the was what i i always when once uh south pole regional wrestling came out i always had kind of had this hope that 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 we would see like the wrestlers in character put on a show yes um this is not what i hoped for okay like i just because they do one of these like every year around Halloween, yep. and every fucking year, for God's sake, just don't, please, just don't do it. Like anymore. I feel like writers are like writing raw. Like, hey, is he Slater still with us? <laughs> I know I got a trick or street fight. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. right. And who, is he tagging with anybody? It's like, hey, hey, t- it's oh, it's still September. Oh shit, oh, shit we got to put this one on the shelf for a month. Right, right. <laughs> who can we put him against? What about those boys that were singing with, uh, with, with, the, that, with that dude, the singer guy? With Elias. Yeah, what, what do we call them? The Good Brother the Club? What are they even known as? <laughs> what, what are they called now? G&A. I think they're G&A. G&A. G-N-R. G-N-A? G-N-R? Yeah, we'll do that. G-N-A? Boom. Done. Segment. Complete. I mean... Signed, sealed, delivered. God. I'm sure that pay is good for the Good Brothers, but... Wow, um, this is not what I envisioned when they, when they came, when they came to the WWE. I think the term is the shits, the drizzling shits. It's yeah. Well, I didn't say because you've expressed in the past that you do not like. Okay, that was like six months ago when everything was the drizzling shits to you. Well, I mean, sometimes you used it like seven times. I mean, in the show. sometimes you get the drizzling shits, Ryan. Sometimes you do. <laughs> um, Wait, did you say Jim used that? Phrase about WWE seven times a show. No, nope. I don't believe no, that. No, 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 just in general. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, not. Uh, yeah, not about the W. Why would I ever say that about the WWE? It was like uh, we. I don't even know what we were talking about. Maybe a segment he didn't like. Then he went to Wendy's and that gave him the drizzling shit. I mean, he used the term plenty of times, <laughs> but not always about the WWE. Okay. Um, let's talk about the. Uh, the the closing segment with Braun Strowman's return from a different uh garbage truck. Yeah, Jim. What's what's why is this? Why are they already making a big deal about this? About the like fact that it was a different truck. It's pretty obvious. They got it repainted. Oh, really? I didn't think it was repainted. Oh, that was that was my thought. No, that it was I... like Grand Theft Auto. You know, go into the uh into the car the car place get it repainted cuz clearly a murder happened in the back clearly so we got to we got to change the paint so we know that that's not the murder truck right can you uh that's my theory have 
Have you ever seen like a homeless guy just stay in the same spot and the same box for like a week? Like you clearly have to go from truck to truck to truck. That's probably not his second truck. I'm assuming he slept in probably six or seven different trash trucks between there and and, and this past Monday night. He was he truly was a drifter and was just wandering. So Braun's a drifter. Well, for this week he was. Okay. Okay. All right. That's a. I, I like that theory. I mean, clearly, it's not a theory, Jim. Have you ever lived in the back of a trash truck? It's what all people uh, do that live in the. Look it up. You have fucking Google. Look it up. I I've never lived in the. back. I've never lived. I had to do my research. It's called well, being a good journalist, and I looked up how people live in the back <laughs> of trucks, and that's what it told me, Jim. Sorry, I, I I fucking made a video about it when I was driving around in my car today. Didn't you see it? I I must I must have missed that one. Um, there's just hey, when you were driving, Ryan, were you going to get pizza? No, I was going to get quesadillas. Mm, I do love wow. a good, I do love a good quesadilla. Um, what are your thoughts on pepperoni pizza? I don't know. I, I, I'm okay with pepperoni pizza. I just, I think it's bullshit. They charge you extra for it. That's my take on it. <laughs> um, now, were you working at the time when you made this video? I was on, I was on my lunch break. What's it your, to you? Your lunch break. Okay, I'm just, I just, <laughs> I'm just trying to get the facts here. Right. You know, it's a busy time of year for you, isn't it, Ryan? It is. We're we're swinging into the holiday season. It is. So you would say that this is the absolute busiest time of year. Absolutely. There's no absolution about absolutely, absolutely. And now, you know, it's it's coming, getting towards the holiday season, busiest time of year. I mean, I would assume that you just deal with just the absolute dumbest people out there. I would never call them the dumbest because they're like people that I'm interacting with on the daily. So, so, so no, you you wouldn't you wouldn't w- you wouldn't want anyone who is a potential customer of yours. No, absolutely not. To hear you call them basically a brainless moron. Nope, absolutely not. Because that because might- here's the deal: it's my job to inform them of things that they're not aware of to purchase the services that I'm providing to them through uh the outlet in which i provide them like because like the the people that are coming to you to 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 purchase you know anything from you um you know they don't they're not an expert in that correct no that's why i get paid what i get paid to help them to help them and that's my job right is to sell things to them to like i don't know maybe educate the people so that they better understand the product in which they're purchasing sure I mean, the end game is I'd hope they purchase something from me. Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, truthfully, I don't make any sort of commissions or anything personally. Uh, in a hypothetical world, if I would make commissions, though, I would want to make sure that that person gets more than they need. Um, so, sure, to, to pad myself, and you know, and that you, you know, help them in a nice and friendly manner. Absolutely, and you know, are respectful of them even with their questions, so that. I don't know, maybe like a year from now, if they need a similar item, that they would come back to you, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I that... mean, every year this happens. Yeah, I mean, I it mean, happens every year. It's the holiday season every year. Right, right. I mean, personally, Black Friday's right around the corner. It's like three weeks away now. Right, like, just like clockwork, it comes. Yeah. Right before, th- right around Thanksgiving. Like, but you like, know it's so, always going to happen. But now, like... Some years places like start 
I feel like I feel like the horse is fucking dead, and we're just beating the shit out of it now. Like some places, uh, you know, start sales early, but I hear that like some stores, for instance, are are waiting until strictly after Thanksgiving. So like the holiday sale period is even shorter this year. I don't. I haven't heard that. Mm. That's 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 the word. Oh. Are we still talking about insurance or just retail? I don't know what's going on anymore. Uh, we were to. I don't even that know. That horse is fucking so dead, though. <laughs> it is. It I is, mean, uh, it is just a bag of bones. It's about as dead as Nia Jax riding it. Nia Jax loves riding the bone. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> all right. Siri, turn my flashlight on. I think, I think we were talking about um, uh, homeless people. And uh, Braun Strowman and the garbage truck, uh, and the end and the end segment, which I mean, I fucking got a kick out of. I really did. Like, I know there's been a lot of you know pure wrestle crap <laughs> over analysis of you know the fact that it was clearly filmed, uh, it, you know, it was filmed in kind of a cheesy manner, and it was uh, a different color trash truck and all of that, but I. I don't know. I freaking enjoyed it. Yeah, the whole thing was bad. Like it was just bad. Like the, it was so. Like it was. The it, trash it was bad. Like I'm not. I'm not sitting here and being like moving out know, of the truck. You know, like that was a really good, well done, perfectly produced segment. No. Like were they about to film ride along? Is that way the camera was in the limo? Like M- maybe the whole thing is just so hokey. <laughs> it was uh, hokey and cheesy, but too sweet. Like that's to me. I don't know. That's kind of fun. What's it, up, Charlie? It was a fun way to end Raw. Yeah, best way to end Raw ever. <laughs> I hate you. Um, any other thoughts on Raw? Ryan's dancing, no. Matt. So, no? Okay. Um, SmackDown, uh, like we said, Shane is the captain of Team SmackDown. Um, the New Day's Halloween costumes may have been one of the best things uh, I've seen all year. Jimmy Hart, Brother Love, and Akeem. I loved it. The African Dream. I loved it. Awesome. It was so good. And uh, Corey Graves even said the the Alabama Dream throughout it. It says a little oh, nod to Conrad that's Thompson. Awesome. That's awesome. So, it's, I mean, it's clear that the WWE is paying attention to, uh, oh, to you, that. Oh, no doubt. And is it is it okay to go red face? Like, that's acceptable? I wasn't sure about that. Uh, I, uh, apparently. As long as, it's, as long as it's Brother Love, you can go red face. Well, right, because I mean that that I mean that is part of the character. Just making sure. I mean, Look, so- I'm not. I, I'm clearly not the most PC person in the world. I just I didn't know we could go red face. That's all I'm saying. I, uh, now, now I guess now we know. Lee asked, "Did Braun put himself back into the garbage truck?" And <laughs> yes, he absolutely did. After the so segment, he's still a hobo. He is. Okay. Yeah, he is. Um, that's what having the job out the cane will do. All right. Um, I mean, the, the pre-Zongo stuff is, ju- I mean, it just, it's it's more fun each and every week. I, Here's the deal. I don't watch Stranger Things. I haven't watched it. Have you watched Stranger Things? I have Things? not. And Matt, I, are, are you a Stranger Things watcher? Yes. So there is a character by the name Eleven, I believe? That's correct. So that is what Tyler Breeze would be dressed as. Eleven. That is the woman character? It's the one girl, yeah. So Ty Dillinger made an appearance this week. 
Okay. Also yeah. dressed as Eleven. Okay. And they made a comment like, oh, there's another Eleven. And Dillinger just said, no, I'm a Ten. And walked off screen. Nice. I knew enough of the character to know like the two Elevens gag and the Ten. Um, other than that, I, I don't necessarily get what's going on. But it's continuing next week, and I forget what it's continuing as. Uh, yeah, I forget what it is, too. It slips my mind. Guys, what is uh, what is what is the Brizongo thing next week? I know you guys watched it, uh, especially on on the video. And Charlie said Stranger Things is awesome, so I've just I've just never watched. Maybe it. I'll check it out, Ryan. I know it's that that ship has way sailed for you. Right, it's one season in. Right, I'll never be able to never. catch up. But see now, you did uh, catch up to the first season of Mr. Robot. Have you watched any of the... I have not. Okay, so you're done. I mean, it's because you broke your own rule, and you just had to bail out. You had to jump ship. Um, Nakamura beats Kevin Owens to earn a spot on Team SmackDown, uh, which means as of right now, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are not a part of Team SmackDown at Survivor Series. I, I Honestly, ass- who would want to be part of it with Shane and Randy Orton? My God. Brutal. Why right? would anybody want to be like, "Hey, sign me up to that"? <laughs> yeah, put me on fire. that team. Um, I, I just uh, assume that um, Sammy and Kevin are are going to uh, are going to cost Team SmackDown that match. Yeah, I would think. It's okay, happen, like I, yeah. I mean, if it's not obvious, it's really obvious. So then we get Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania to steal the show. Oh my God. I mean, well, uh, they well, already got, did that, right? They already did that, so it'd have to be uh, Shane versus Sammy and Kevin Owens in a handicap match where he pins them both at the same time, right? And that's after like yeah. doing a coast to coast with one leg spread this way, one <laughs> leg spread this way, and hitting them both in the corner with like stretch. Super- he stretch Armstrong's the damn thing. It's gonna be the best. It's dude. It's, Obviously, trash cans will be involved. It's already the best WrestleMania moment of all time. Um, I hate to say I'm disappointed, but nobody's responding to what the uh, yeah what's the, strange, the what's the fashion files next week? I thought I saved the picture of it. Let me try I just it. I can't find it anywhere. Jim, you have a you have a show to host. I'll keep looking. You keep All right. Well, looking. I just I, I I searched it real quick. Just do a quick search. It, uh, it's not coming up. This oh, this geez. is hard. Oh God! Look at Somebody this. help us out. Oh, it's happening. Um. Obviously, some of the, the the big news, at least in the early part of the week, was domin- dominated by uh, like Black Sunday, as it was being referred to. WWE releasing uh, what three superstars? I think it ended up being it ended up being uh, Emma and who were the other two? <laughs> I feel horrible that. I oh, you dick! What? Yeah, you're Young an asshole. And uh, and summer summer showers or something like that. Summer Ray. Okay, I apologize. Emma was, I think, probably the most notable or most recognized or most re- at least most reacted to uh, out of that um, between Leo Rush's tweet and the response from people to Leo Rush's tweet and the apology tweet. And Here's the deal. I, I'm a big Leo Rush fan. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah me too. Dude, you got to think. You, you just yes. can't do that. Yeah. Like... It like you can yeah, you can clearly overcome it, and and no, it doesn't mean people are fucking snowflakes or anything like that. Just use a little bit more common sense before you tweet something <laughs> like that out. I'm sorry. I think I think you social justice warriors just need to stop having your panties in a bunch. 
here's the deal, and here's the deal. I'm I, I I've been I've been beating around the bush, and I don't call people out on here often, but uh, there's there's Adam. <laughs> I just don't freaking I don't know what what I don't know how else to put this politely, but like you freak out over people freaking out over the tweet, and then you freak out for two fucking days freaking out about it, how you're not going to subscribe to the network anymore, and you're done, and you can't believe American wrestling fans are so stupid. So then just cut ties, and you talk for two days how you're cutting ties, and how you well, just can't Well, this is on believe. Sunday. He was still pissed about it today. I just can't fathom. If you don't give a shit about something that much, just stop caring. Right. It's that simple. Right. I think, I think, um... It's probably upset because Penn State lost. That's the one thing that makes his, his heart pop. No, but Ohio State won, and he's a fan of the Big Ten. And Ohio State right, right. and Michigan. I mean, I it's mean, a Saul theme for next week. Okay, Saul. All right, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Right. If you're, if I mean, if you hate, I'm late. <laughs> what? I just, I just want to. Why are they doing a a Saw theme next week? I don't know. Happy, happy Halloween. I don't fucking know. Like you gotta, yeah. well, you gotta like saw a turkey to cut a turkey at Thanksgiving. I don't. I don't know. Have you seen a saw movie, Jim? There's no. I turkeys. saw the first one. Okay, all right. Well, the other ones are exactly the same fucking. Yeah, thing. I don't need to. S- I didn't need to see the first one. <laughs> I enjoyed them. They were, they I, were dark. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of horror movies. I really am not. I enjoy. I enjoy a good horror film. But I just don't watch them, That's and fair. I and I, I don't bitch know. about them. Are you, really? And I don't uh, get mad about them. I don't get mad about people watching them. Well, let's talk about it. Like clearly, you are somebody that needs to talk uh, about the new It movie. Fuck clowns! Like why, why would they have to put it out? What, what is your thoughts on the new It movie? I, I, I don't really have them, but you don't like them. So I want you to talk about it now. I, you have a public forum to talk about how much mm, you don't like the It movie. I have no, I have no real reason to. I mean, I mean, people like them, right? But they're wrong to like, like them. Uh, like that was a, like Matt. It was a, it was a fairly successful movie, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously people like it, so. Okay, I don't think you're getting, like, you don't like it, though, so other people can't like it. That's what I'm trying to say, Jim. I under- Why don't you get what I'm saying? I, I understand that's you what you're saying. snowflake, listen to what I'm saying. I'm going to have, whoa, I'm in the wrong fucking lane, and I'm driving up and down way. <laughs> uh, no, right, like, I understand that's what you're saying, but what, what, what I guess what my point is, um, just because you don't like something, yeah. I mean, everybody else is entitled to like what they like. Mint chocolate chip ice cream. Ding. So Charlie weighs in the here with the, kind. with the green kind. Yes, Charlie weighs in here with the a white, question. The he goes uh, completely off topic, which is great. Thank you, because it's about wrestling and we're talking ice cream again. Uh, he goes with the New Day, The Shield, uh, Sanity, uh, Adam Cole, and, and his and his group. Um, Undisputed Era. And, yeah, yeah, in the company. Uh, is it possible... We think to see a three-man tag like ROH has. Uh, well, I mean, not not to be cliche, but I never that whole never say never thing. Um, do I think it will happen? Um, I don't. I just because I don't. I don't think stables last as long, you know, as they used to. That I agree with, um, especially in the WWE. I mean, like the, the New Day thing. The fact that New Day is is still together and. After all this time, actually, kind of surprises me. Did you know this year marks the 18th year that the New Day's been together? 
18. 18 years. Oh, shit. I know, right? That's, it's been forever for well, them. Well, fuck me then. I guess I'm wrong about the whole stable staying together. No, no. They're the, they're the exception. 18 um, years for the New Day. Congratulations. I mean, like when, when, when Sanity comes up or parts of Sanity come up, I, I don't think they stay together. I think they'll get split up. Um, you know, the, the Undisputed Era, I think, I think that the shelf life of that uh, faction stays in NXT just because I think the NXT audience is more of the like indie style audience. I think we'll see them both up on the main roster, but I think the parts that make up the Undisputed Era are greater separately than the whole of the Undisputed Era as a threesome. Right. I think you can put Red Dragon up on the main roster and oh, no, I think, I think and they they'll will, be fine. They I, will I, all get there. Yeah, I'm saying not that all the together. faction yes, together will not will not be there. Um if if we would see a a six you know, a, a three man tag team championship, I, I think it would be more likely to happen in NXT because I feel like you know that's where more faction you know seem to be and 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 thriving but it just it just all depends on what town I, I don't I don't see it happening but I won't I won't say that it will never happen okay that's fair I'm really excited for the war games because it's it's this is like the, the the three way. Well, I see a lot of people were complaining about the the rules to the war games. Oh, I didn't know there was. Because they let me let me look it so up did real WWE quick. WWE bastardize them. Um, well, I guess it's like so. It's Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong versus Sanity versus the Undisputed Era in NXT War Games. And just last right. night was the show yeah. that aired and I th- that that said this. Yeah, so that's why I think the rules and came out. And crazy pop, by the way. Like if you haven't seen that. I did not watch NXT this week. Bonkers. So here are the rules. The The rules of the match are as follows. The three member teams of Sanity, Eric Young, Alexander Wolfe, and Killian Dane, Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and the Authors of Pain, Akam and Rezar, and Roderick Strong will wage war inside a massive steel cage surrounded by uh, that surrounds two rings. Uh, all three teams will be contained inside separate shark cages by the entranceway with a member from each team as chosen by his respective squad starting the match. After five minutes, the remaining members from one team will be released from their shark cage and allowed to enter the match. When another three-minute period elapses, the remaining members from a second team are released from their cage to enter the match. And then following another three-minute period, the final team's members are released from their shark cage to enter the match. Once all three teams have entered the War Games match, a victory can be attained by pinfall or submission. So I assume over the next couple of weeks, the order of who gets released first, second, third will be right. determined. Clearly, the the person who gets released first has a huge advantage. Huge advantage. Huge advantage. Right. right. It'll be a three on. Well, three on two. three on one on one. Or three on one on one. Right, that's fair to look at it that way. Correct. And then at th- that's after five minutes. Uh, after three minutes, then the second team will enter. So, so it'll so be three a, on uh, three on one. Right. And then after another three minutes, the final team will be released, and then it'll be three on three on three. And then the pinfall or submission will okay will end the match. Okay. I don't see why people are like. That sounds like war game. Everybody likes the bitch. Clearly, yeah. Um, Can't have nothing nice. Uh, let's go. Let's go back though, because I know we 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 derailed again. Back to the the releases. Um, I mean, 
people get released. And yeah. I just think that um, I didn't even. I mean, when was the last time we actually saw Summer Rae? And I'm not trying to dumb on. Summer she's Rae. been she's been injured, right? For a, I mean, it's, has it been over a year, Matt? I know you're you're yeah the, okay. Like it's hard to be on the here. shelf for a year, not be written on shows, and still be relevant, especially with the talent that we saw in like in that we're seeing in NXT. We saw in the May Young Classic. We already have on the main rosters. It's just a tough spot to be. You know, and I I. I she posted to to Instagram and I and I retweeted it's it because a great post. Um, she says that they say you'll never know the true value of a moment until it becomes a memory. Well, that wasn't true in this situation. I knew the value of this moment. I knew the magnitude of this moment. I hear some of you say, "But you didn't become champ. You didn't get the push you deserved. You didn't get a title run." But see, I got my title. I became a WWE diva, and it was about the uh, it was about her debut. Uh, like with Fandango and stuff, and and so I, I retweeted oh, I it out this that morning. Was Johnny Curtis, <laughs> you're smart mouth. Um, so I, I mean, it was it was it was a you know I, I, tons of respect, and and I mean it, it it's business. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, yes. at times, and and in terms of like you know what Leo Rush did, um, I actually saw today that that there was, um, there were some people even in in the company that were pushing to have him fired but that kind of got squashed pretty quick I, I don't think it is a fireable offense um but i i think that there's going to be i don't know maybe a little bit of extra dues being paid um you know just kind of you you, you got to be smarter than to put it out there like i said he can have the opinion sure sure you know you can have any opinion you want but you know when you're when you're new to 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 the company um and new new to that room i mean here's the thing and he's obviously he's a spectacular talent um you know we've seen him we've we you know we've seen him here locally we've seen him on um you know ring of honor and 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 elsewhere um the guy's phenomenal um but to the the biggest audience in wrestling which is the wwe audience um there's probably a hell of a lot of people that have no idea or very little idea who you are sure not the best way to get introduced. That's true. You know what I mean? That's like true. it's just um But he no sold that table spot in CZW. <laughs> <laughs> um here's the deal. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Learn from the situation. I mean, didn't we see this happen though with the guy that won tough enough and then he called some of the main roster guys jobbers and what <laughs> happened to him after that? Well, yeah, but that guy, I think, was also lacking that. Um, what's that word? It starts. Right. With a, I mean, he's starts with a T. Talent. There it is. There it is. <laughs> as, as um, Rush, right. And and I think that's why I think Leo will be fine. Um, I mean, he's 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 great in the ring. Um, Vince McMahon is still looking for that Mighty Mouse gimmick. Brockton Yeti or whatever <laughs> the fuck that guy's name is. Uh, he just wasn't good. Broxton Yeti? I don't know. He was the Yeti. Like a vegan dish, for Christ's sake. Yeah, <laughs> Why would Yeti of, be a vegan give me dish? me a bowl of Broxton Yeti. Do you understand Yeti. what Yeti is? It's the Yeti. Yeah, Jim, Halloween. Yeti. <laughs> um, yeah, so Leo will be fine. Um, um, I had heard, and this is from rumor sites, and shame on me for even clicking the link, that Emma, part of the reason she was let go was due to her tweets. I don't know if you had seen that. I, I saw that report today, and... <laughs> I mean, I know, um, you know, back, what, a couple months now, um, 
Yeah, I think Matt, I think you, you and I were going at it on Twitter uh, about how, um, <laughs> you know, I pointed, I, you know, there was the, there was the one tweet, and I'm like, man, I, I mean, I guess this could be a work, but if it's not a work, that's not the best look in the entire world. And I think to your point back then was maybe she wants out. Yeah, I remember this conversation. You know, so, and, and if that's ultimately what she wanted, I mean, she got her wish. Yeah. Um, but Charlie has a point. Charlie says Leo rushes and Teddy Hart. He'll be fine. <laughs> He'll be safe. <laughs> oh, woo. Um, ouch. I'm still bummed that he was not on that uh, that show on Friday. But hey, night. when you marry Natty, maybe you can uh, share a bunk with him or something. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh, there's all, there is always hope. Um Damn, I don't even know what I was even saying. Uh, and then Darren Young. Oh no, about um, about Emma, and you know, it's who are it, you going to miss the most? Emma, right? I mean, Emma, um, obviously yeah. Emma. Um, I hated that it's dude. They should have never changed her theme. That's what the problem was. You changed yeah, her entrance insane. music; it was all downhill from there. It absolutely. No, I mean they debuted her and they paired her with Santino. I think that was the beginning of the end. Yeah, that didn't help. Yeah, but she did her dance thing. That was fun, right? <laughs> um, She'll do. She will fucking kill it on the indies. Absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I hope all of them do if that's what they want to do. Right. I agree. I just, I just, I mean, I think she will be. That, I think she'll be the most successful if they all yes, go we'll onto that. the indie scene. I think she will be the most successful. Yes. Um, what you said. Yeah. And uh, the last thing I have, and, and it was something that uh, our friend Derek pointed out, and I know he posted about it, uh, is Chris Jericho next October, end of next October, is doing like the Rock and Wrestling Cruise or something. I forget what the actual right. name of it is. And there's going to be a uh, Ring of Honor title tournament. That's correct. On the cruise. Um, a lot of Ring of wrestling Honor pod. Yeah, Mick Foley's going to be on it. Uh, busted open radio is going to be there. There's, I mean, it's, it's, it's actually, I don't know how Jericho did this, but he landed the band Fozzie to be on the cruise. No too. Sh- Wait, right. Seriously. He must know the singer or some shit. It, Probably the drummer. I, I don't know. He knows somebody in the band. Shit. That's Fozzie's going to be, that's on the pretty, cruise. that's exciting. Pretty big. That's exciting. Um, but, uh, there, there was a picture, I guess that he posted to Instagram and then deleted shortly after that, uh, on the cruise, and I know he and Kenny Omega have been going back and forth for a while on Twitter, and and that it he is going to wrestle. The picture said he was going to wrestle Kenny Omega on the cruise. Huh. Now he's said on his podcast multiple times that he is not wrestling at all on the cruise. Correct. I mean, it's, there's it's more. I heard I mean, he's captaining the ship, like he's driving the boat. So he's driving the boat. Uh, he knows the guys from Fozzie, and he's potentially wrestling Kenny Omega. Yeah, he has a pilot's license, Jim. Wouldn't you? Okay. Um, um, first off, I mean, I don't know how his deal with WWE is. I assume he's... I'm shocked you don't know that. I just assume that would be something you would know. I, I mean, you would assume. Um, so maybe it's it, it. he only has to work with WWE like when he you know he doesn't have any sort of deal with them when he's not actually working like I guess he gets his, gets paid as he's there where he works short-term deals because I'm be. like the fact that he's potentially wrestling Kenny Omega you know on an 
independent or ring of honor sanctioned show in the in on the ocean um is is a pretty intriguing thought if he's in international waters does a wwe contract apply well i mean they are the world wrestling entertainment if, if you're the world i mean that's fair jim that's fair you caught you caught the tater, but it's a, it's uh it's something <laughs> it's something I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of keep my eyes on. Not that I'm gonna be on a fucking boat because uh, you no, do, you do boats well. I hate boats, um, but if you like boats, yeah, that, that's your prerogative. I I'm not uh, you are I will not call you wrong or hate you or anything like that or tell you to fuck off or whatever. Um, do you just have like a fear of any sort of travel outside of? a car uh yeah i mean i don't i don't like uh not being in control of the situation let's run down the list of vehicles you potentially will or would not travel on okay go a truck am i are we talking uh like a, a pickup truck oh that's okay an 18 wheeler hmm that'd probably still be okay a motorcycle no a a cruise ship no a canoe nope a helicopter no a, an, an airplane. Nope. A blimp. No. A hot air balloon. God, no. Um, What's your opinion on trains? Uh, I could do a train, probably. Planes, trains, and automobiles. The DVD. I, it's a good movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. The Blu-ray? I don't know if that movie's on Blu-ray. I have no clue I'd either. I mean, it might be. So, I mean, I have Slapshot on Blu-ray. It's, I'm sure if it is, it's in I the think Walmart dumpster. Slapshot's more of a classic than trains, planes, and automobiles. Well, that is entirely point, true as well. Um, would you would you ride on a fire truck? Yeah, I think that'd be fun. A fire truck driving is... fast to an emergency. <laughs> um, <laughs> where? Um, let's say. What time of year is it? Is it icy out? What the fuck? What the Baltimore in March? Nah, I don't. Okay, Baltimore because it's in Baltimore. Baltimore. Would you ride on a sidecar of a motorcycle? No, no. Okay, motorcycles. Period. No, I'm all right. Okay, is Slapshot a better hockey movie than Miracle? Uh, I enjoy it more. Yes. Would you ride a Zamboni? Oh, absolutely. But not. You'd ask about a fire truck if it's icy out okay a zamboni <laughs> first off a zamboni is not speeding down the freaking road on ice also a zamboni has spikes coming out of the tires to help grip the ice okay well uh, ralph was team jim apparently he says boats sinks and plates crash exactly because like everybody always has said to me they're like well you know there's more car crashes than plane wrecks and i'm like well, yeah, there's also more cars on the road than planes in the sky, and there's also a lot more people that walk away from a freaking car wreck than they do walk away from a Did plane you see crash. that plane that, like, hit I a mean, bird or something and, like, caved in the nose yeah. of the plane? I thought those type of birds were extinct, like, thousands of years ago. Right. Like, it either Jim, like- you and I almost died on the way to Philly last Friday when that guy was trying to weave between two 18 Oh, my God. God. On the turnpike. We so. get on the turnpike. We've gone down to hybrid on Friday night. We get on the turnpike over by Ephrata. And literally within the first five minutes, there's a car passes me on the left. I'm So I'm in the right lane. And there's a truck in the right lane, 
truck in the left lane, and then this car, this Honda, literally just starts riding the line. What did the what did it sound like? This car. Did, can you can you give me the sound effect of what this car would sound like? <laughs> Matt, I'll leave you to I'll leave you to that one. Oh, you don't have the fast lane thing queued up? Yeah, I don't. I oh, okay. don't. That's fair. I need to. I need to get that sound because I don't. We don't have the uh, the the other uh, soundboard. But I, I I'm working on that one. But yeah, I'm like, what is this guy doing? Right. And I thought he was going to try. Like, I I mean, Matt, your guess was that he was just trying to find the gap and just try and sp- split between the trucks. And I said, look, if we get a a, a Griswold from Christmas Vacation situation here, we got to get the Snapchat out. Yeah. But it didn't happen. He didn't go underneath the truck or oh, anything like that's that. That's good. That's good. No, no accidents. But it uh, it was a tense couple of moments. I'm I not gonna it. lie. I believe that. Were you driving? I was driving. Okay. I was just so freaking confused as to why somebody was literally splitting the center lane. I've never, I've never seen that. For I mean, for an extended period. I mean, of time. I've seen motorcycles do that. Yeah. But, well, but those people a, are crazy. Not a Honda. Yeah. It was nuts. It was. I was hybrid. It was a good show. It really was. Uh, I I'd say the, uh, and I'm gonna forget the, the the name of the guy he was wrestling, but the uh, Matt Riddle match I think was the best. Eddie Kingston. That's the, Eddie Kingston. That's the one that that was the first time I've seen him live. That was fun. Kingston's fun. He is and fun. Riddle's great, dude. Riddle's fantastic. Built like a brick shit house. That guy. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Do they even build brick shit houses anymore? Somewhere, I'm sure. It just seems like it's so outdated to have a brick shit house. You know what? I really enjoyed uh, Desmond Xavier versus uh, Homicide. It's the last minute entrant to replace Teddy Hart. I yeah, that was a pretty solid replacement. Dude, Desmond Xavier is really good. He is. Yeah, it was He's a good really match good. too. Um, yeah, like I said, obviously bummed about Teddy Hart in, in that situation. Hopefully, I'll be able to see him somewhere in 2018. It sounds like 2017 is pretty much done. Yeah, kind of uh, for Teddy him. Hart. So. Um, but no, it, it was a fun show. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I guess Teddy Hart's still being advertised for a show in Allentown next weekend, but, um, I don't know if that's, uh, that's going to be, uh, going to be a thing. Uh, Ralph says he spent three years in the army and never flew. Yeah. I don't ever want to fly. There you go. Um, <laughs> Jared says, sorry, I'm late. Was so busy at work. I, had time to drive around and rant. Oh wait, that wasn't me. <laughs> uh, Jared, you have to. Uh, Jared, you're late to the party. Yeah, you have to back up the video a little bit. We uh, we touched on that uh, situation two or, th- two or three times. Yeah, a couple of times. Tonight. So there's 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 plenty of that to go around. Uh, but uh, well played, Jared. Uh, really, guys, that's all I have. Hey guys, this Saturday, November Ooh, the fourth, yeah. uh, Atomic Championship Wrestling and the Rogue Women Warriors uh, back in action live in Stevens, Pennsylvania. They're uh, putting on the show titled rebel rebel the show has uh john silver from pro wrestling gorilla and beyond wrestling taking on the white lion twisted tate we have rebel former tna impact knockout rebel she was also a dallas cowboys cheerleader there for nice. a while jim taking on uh the number 14th ranked lufisto in the pwi top 50 what time does the show start uh the show starts uh i don't have that information jim why would Seven? i know Is that it's- you're on the commentary team, for God's sakes. <laughs> 6.30. Bell time is 6.30. Okay. Uh, ACW Heavyweight Championship match, Bro Keller, taking on Lewis G. Rich, the wrestler of the millennium. We're going to see Pink Flash Kira take on Tess Valentine. 
for the uh, Rogue Women Warrior Championship. Also uh, in attendance, we have Rob Noxious, Hayne, Trixie Tash, Angie Sky, Gemma Cross makes her return. Ray Lynn will be there. Rob Lloyd. Huge, huge night. That's 91 Stevens Road, Stephen, Pennsylvania, 17578. Again, bell time, 630. 630. We have a ticket link. I think tickets still available ticket, online. The presale has ended online. The right, online I, presale has ended. You can get your tickets at the garage in Ephrata or the complete inbox up until the day of the show. After that, ticket prices, are, I think, jump by like five bucks, like normal. Like everybody right, does most, that. Yeah. Tickets will be available at the door on a first come, first serve basis. It's always a when fun they're night sold there. out, they're sold out. Yeah, it's always a fun night. We um we have the well, it was the ticket link. Dude, but the it, Red Scorpion just checked in with us. Oh shit. Mark Hazel, great to see you. He said fuck Rob Noxious. Thank God it was um me. Mark Mr. Scorpion, how are you doing? He got busted open bad. Yeah. Woo. Bad. How many staples? Uh, did it take to put the exoskeleton of the scorpion back together? Got busted open really bad. Went two weeks ago at the Seller Pro Show. Yeah, uh, wow. Posted a picture. Wow. Uh, Jared, I, I also apologize. Jared says, uh, with the Hollywood scandal, we should refrain from the phrase, we touched on that. Oh, touche. So touche. We will, we'll try to be better, uh, Jared. Thank you for uh, thank you for pointing that out and uh, and being a, a, a SJW. Uh, for us here 18 staples oh my god 18 staples to put that back together unbelievable i'm, I'm glad to see you came out this side of it but what a brutal looking Oof. yeah that injury. um wow oh yeah that uh wow <laughs> like i saw the pictures and it was just it's just it, it, it turns the stomach a little bit uh for sure but, uh, yeah, get out to Stevens. Again, if you head over to 3 com, we have the uh, upcoming shows that we either endorse that we're going to be at. Um, just indie wrestling. Support indie wrestling. If you don't, uh, eight, not 18, right? Oh, eight, I'm sorry. What It said one and then eight. I thought it was 18. Still eight's a lot. Yeah, what eight's, a brutal look Eight's a lot. Um, better than 18, though. It sure is. Hey, let's get him back on the show early next year. Yeah, let's do that. He's al- always a good time. To, to chat with the Red Scorpion. Absolutely. So let's get him back Absolutely. in here early next year. Scorp, if you're if you're down with that, let us know. We'll uh we'll get you on the board. We'll work We'd out. Love, to, uh, love yeah. to chat with you again. It's been probably over a year since we've talked to the Red Scorpion. A, I think longer than that. It's probably clo- almost closer to two, I would think. Okay, let's get that we'll make that happen. We need to make that happen. All right. Um but again, support indie wrestling. Um and uh we will uh you know if you if you if you don't know where a uh, company is near you uh reach out to us we will do our best to help you find one uh that would uh you know because we we want to support indie wrestling wherever we can uh that's pretty much all i have guys again uh the the video is going to be ending here in just a minute yep but stay tuned for the uh we stay stay tuned for the audio link where we have the interview with nwa world heavyweight champion tim storm an awesome interview you guys don't want to miss it uh, so, so when I, when we get the, uh, show link for the audio posted up, make sure you check that out and uh, make sure you're following along with Tim and the NWA. It's going to be 2018 is going to be a huge year for the national wrestling Alliance. Ryan, do you have anything else to add? Huge. Matt, uh, do you have anything else to add? Uh, tune in next week, uh, Sienna Steele and woman of the week.
week. This week is Sammy Pandora. So go to the three count Thursday, Instagram, start liking those posts. Remember end of the year, we are going to crown a woman of the year. We will write an article feature on the Instagram and make a donation to her charity. So like away on those posts. Absolutely. And uh, Matt, where can they follow you on Twitter? Uh, we're getting into the, what in the meat of the Notre Dame season, the Eagles season, uh, Sixer season. So there's some fun stuff yeah, happening I'm, over there. I've actually been pretty tame on Saturdays and Sundays lately, but on, on six Thursdays, you want to <laughs> yeah. stay away yeah. <laughs> at three at CT, the letter a Philly as in Philadelphia and then the number eight. So three CT affiliate. All right, Matt, good talking to you, man. Uh, if we don't, if, uh, are you making it out to uh, Atomic? I haven't decided yet. I'm on the fence. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how the Notre Dame Wake Forest game goes. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. So if we see it, we see it. If not, we'll talk to you next week. All right. Have a good one, guys. All right. See you, Matt. All right, Ryan. Uh, well, I like that sound. Yeah, it's the new. It's the new. Uh, it's the new call format. I think the audio sounded better. I think so. We didn't lose them once. Didn't lose them once. It'll be great. Wasn't all like choppy and hissy and poppy so choppy choppy your you know audio. you know we're making uh we're making strides here look at us look at us we're the big leagues now folks yeah, yeah we are um dude this tim storm interview is awesome make awesome. sure you listen to that yeah he's a good guy and uh like i said lots of big stuff coming uh from the nwa ryan got anything else man stay tuned all right stay tuned uh make sure you're following us uh on on all of our social media all the links can be found at threecountthursday.com also head to ngscsports.com and leapsports.com uh to hear our shows they are streamed there and uh yeah guys until next week uh have fun and uh wait for the audio drop for the tim storm interview thanks for listening we are honored and privileged to welcome into the show the nwa national wrestling alliance world heavyweight champion Tim Storm. Tim, it is truly our honor. Welcome to Three Count Thursday. How are you? I'm doing great, James. Pleasure to be here, and I appreciate you having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. Now, uh, we first met uh, back in the early 2000s, I think it was, if my memory serves correct, when you were actually uh, wrestling with the uh, Christian Wrestling Federation, which we'll talk about here more um, in in just a minute. But what year did you actually break into the business, and, and where exactly? Uh, I've been wrestling now. You know, this always confuses me, and I base it on my age, and apparently I'm off a little, but I broke in about 22 years ago, Okay. Um, and it was with a guy named Bill Ash, and I was, I was kind of at a point in my life where um, it, this, I, I really wanted to do this. I wanted to pursue this. I didn't, know, I didn't really know to what degree how hard I wanted to go after it. But, you know, I, I was at a point where I was the vice president of a company. Um, you know, I had, a, I had a very good job. I was, you know, had a, you know, house payment and two car payments and two kids. And, you know, so it was just kind of a weird, a weird just life change where was I willing to walk away from, you know, a, a, a good job that supported my family and, and go full bore after it? Or did I want to take a different route? And I actually contacted uh WCW power plant okay. and to them a little bit. And then I found, uh, I found a guy about, I don't know, an hour and a half from, from where I was living. And that's who I ended up. That's who I ended up training with. And it was, it was a good deal because, you know, I got a, 
a very, very solid psychology base. Um, you know, it, the the building that we were in, and we laugh, you know, the few, the few guys uh, that I work with now, that I, I, we laugh about it because the, the roof was so low on the ring that you couldn't stand on the top rope. <laughs> so I, we did nothing. We did nothing off the top rope. The mat, you know, the canvas itself was, um, it was like that very slick canvas and there was a hole in the ceiling <laughs> that, you know, if it rained, you couldn't get in there. You know, wow. it, it was just, it was an interesting place, but, sure. but Bill, Bill Ash was a very, very well-known uh, middleweight, cruiserweight guy that worked for every company, was successful at every company, was really strong on, really strong on psychology, and I, you know, a, a really good basis of that. Didn't really learn much of, you know, as far as like, uh, you know, there was a lot of chain wrestling, there was a lot of legitimate like just just shoot wrestling on the mat. Um, it, it was it was a great experience, but. Maybe three years later, when I moved to Dallas, I start. I basically retrained with another guy, and I helped teach the you know train the class. Right. But I got a whole different concept where he was more of the cardio and the drills, and and his his background was with Les Thatcher, and he trained with you know Benoit and Malenko and all those guys, and it was a completely opposite of what I the psychology wasn't strong. But because of that, I got a background where I. Uh, where I got both sides, and and that's really really helped me over the years. All right, and and how much would you say uh, the the scene differs then to now? Say it again. How much does what differ? How, how much does like the wrestling scene, um, you know, at, at, at the kind of the independent level? Uh, how much did it differ then to to where it's at now? It, a ton, and and from from all angles. I mean. The wrestling scene at that point, you you almost had to be an established promoter in order to run a show. Okay. Uh, now that is not the case. At least you know here I'm I'm in uh, I'm based out of Texas, and most of the last I don't know eight or ten years has been in surrounding, you know it's it's Arkansas, Tennessee, Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, New Mexico. Florida, Alabama, Georgia, you know, that, that Southern area is kind of where I've done most of my work, right. you know, with trips, with trips in the Northeast and, and West and those kind of things. But most of it has been here now, uh, you know, it, there's a lot of guys out there that, uh, you know, that are running shows that are not established promoters. And, and sometimes that's good. Sometimes that that's bad. As far as the quality of the shows an established promoter is going to have his core group of guys that he's confident in that are well-trained and have been working that are veterans. He's not going to use a lot of new guys. It was tough to break into on those shows. Um, and today that's at least, you know, I see a lot of shows. I don't work a lot of shows like that, but there are a lot of shows here that that's just not the case. Um, a lot of young and experienced guys because those not established promoters don't have the, uh, financing. So they may spend, they may spend, you know, the, the cost on their entire card may be what those guys were paying for one guy. So, right. And I think that's, I think that's a negative to be honest with you, James, because I see that as, you know, if a wrestling fan goes to a show that is not run well and doesn't have, uh, doesn't have great talent, doesn't have guys right. that look like wrestlers <laughs> and dress like wrestlers and 
put you know perform like professionals, I think that hurts our business all the way around. Now I don't I don't fault those guys because they're chasing their dream just like the rest of us. You know I don't fault them for wanting sure. to do it. You know there's a place for it. It's just that you asked me how the business changed, and that's a, that's a big reason. I mean that's a big way. Sure, absolutely. Uh, now, like I said, uh, I met you back in. Uh, in the early 2000s, when the CWF uh, came up to lit its PA for for a few uh, consecutive years, um, right now, uh, you know, I, I we like I said, a few years we had seen you. Um, do you have any particularly memorable moments um, from your time with them? Oh, absolutely, and I and and to be honest, those that the core group of guys that I that I was friends with them, I'm still friends with, um, you know, APOC. Uh, Angel, mm-hmm. well, and I don't know, and, and Chris, who is now also Angel, because the, <laughs> the 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 older brother ended up retiring and joining the military. Actually, right. Uh, I think I actually remember. I think I actually remember that. <laughs> uh, he and he's, you know, he did a did, I don't know two or three tours overseas wow. as a helicopter pilot. Um, you know, those guys, and I'm, I'm and I still talk to Rob. I mean, because he's still running the CW. I'm still friends with a lot of those guys, and. When I can, when I'm available, I still try to try to do you know do stuff with them. Matter of fact, I did something. I wrestled uh, Chris, you know, the, who became Angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrestled Chris uh, last Friday night. That's awesome uh, for a seat for a seat up. Yeah, I mean, those guys are friends for life. Uh, we we traveled all literally all over the United States in a 12 passenger van, and you know, beat the crap out of each other. You know, in I don't know whatever 30 states for two years, and that you know that was a great experience. It's a great learning experience too. Yeah, it was fun. I, and I know there's there's still people that uh guys I work with and guys I went to school with that uh that still kind of bring up, you know, bring up those moments just because of what uh me and my friends have done uh just around here, kind of on the indie scene and uh there's people that still bring up uh still bring up the CW, CWF when they came up here. So it, it's something to kind of look back fondly on. Well, you know, here's here's something that and I, I you'll probably remember this. There was there was one year in particular that, and I'm going. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember who I was there. But there was one year in particular that you would have thought, you know, it was it was an all star lineup. And I don't mean a CWF all star lineup. I mean besides our normal guys, who by then had gotten very very good and very mm-hmm. talented. Uh, not you know most people didn't know who we were, but uh, you know we also had AJ Styles. We yep. had Amazing Red. We had uh, what was it? What was the Spanish announce team? Is that what they were called? The SATs. Yes. yes. Uh, you know, we we put there was there was one particular show where the the level of talent was was through the roof. I mean, we there was some great matches. There was there was a lot of intensity. Uh, you know, it was it, that's that's a good memory. And you know, but the year before that, or maybe it was the year after that, you know, we AJ was pretty regular up there. Yeah, so, I mean it's you know we we always had we had a lot of talent just within our own group, but when we expanded, um, man, the shows the shows were really good. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely uh, definitely a good time. Uh, now let's transition a little bit here uh, to your time with uh, NWA, and I know you worked with uh, some of their uh, regional uh, kind of affiliate uh, federations. What around what year do you remember? Um, you know that that first starting for you. This is, I'm going to, I'm going to say this is probably my fifth, fourth or fifth year, somewhere in there where, you know, I've wrestled four NWA shows for a long time off and on, but about four or five, six years ago, I just, I decided to make that my priority. Not, you know, I grew up an NWA fan Mm -hmm. and 
I remember I was telling I was telling somebody recently that I can remember the first year I was in the wrestling business, um, and I, I trained in Arkansas, and Arkansas did not have a ton of shows. The guy that I trained that trained me would have you know would, would would run. He'd have spells where he'd run monthly, and then maybe not run for six months. And in, during one of those dry spells, I went up uh, in the hills of Arkansas, in this you know this is you know fairly normal independent wrestling in some areas, but at some gym in the middle of nowhere. And uh, I remember that, that they were calling themselves um, NWA Mid-South. And I can't tell you as a first-year wrestler how excited I was. I didn't care what the ring looked like. I didn't care how big the crowd was because I was wrestling for the NWA. And that was my first year in the business. And I was just, I was, I was so excited. So about five years ago, I had the opportunity to kind of become more involved um, I help book at kind of my home base is, is uh, Texoma Championship Wrestling, okay. and it was in WA Texoma for a long time. And because of that, I got really involved uh, with our show, and because of that, started doing a lot of NWAs and just kind of just made it my priority. And I, you know, just because of the history, because of the the fan, you know, the the, the legacy of, sure. of the NWA, yeah. I, I'm just I wanted to do. I remember thinking. I'll, I'll, I want to do anything I can to to bring this back and and make it prominent. And I, I knew we had we had a chance. Uh, they had just changed ownerships, and this you know this was again five or six years ago. So I was excited about the opportunity to do that. Um, and it, and and for and it, for me personally, it worked out great. I, I, I held the NWA North America twice, wrestled you know all over the country, and got a lot of great exposure and opportunities. And and you know you can't get enough in ring. You can't you can't have enough matches because every one of them is a learning experience. So, you know, with that, it, it just just nothing but beneficial for me. Awesome. Now, earlier this year, Billy Corgan purchased the NWA and and has kind of made some plans known. I think in about the last month or so about the direction of the company. Uh, one of those is that moving forward, he wants the NWA to operate kind of as one big company as opposed to his regional um, affiliations. Is there is there any information that uh, that you know that uh, about the relaunch that, that you can kind of fill us in on, or maybe some things that uh, people can kind of uh, look out for on, on social media and things in the in the coming months that uh, about this kind of relaunch and, and kind of rebuild the brand, so to speak. Well, I, I can tell you a couple things that I think are just, are exciting news. First off, let me I'm ex- I'm really really excited to be a part of it because truthfully, when when the change in ownership happened, you know, it's not, it's not unusual in wrestling when something like that happens that they, you know, they, they're more comfortable with the people they know and all those kind of things. And I didn't know where I was going to stand on that. Sure. So to, to still, to, to still be representing the NWA as their world champion is, is, is amazing for me. And I couldn't ask for a better uh, reception in the way that they've, my, my big concern was, do they have the same respect and the same, um, just all of, of the lineage of the, of the NWA and the world title as, as I did. And what I found out pretty quickly is absolutely they do. Um, oh, that's awesome. A couple, a couple of things that, that the Billy Corgan and Dave Lagana have said kind of moving forward. They've said that first off that the that Billy came out and said, he's got a 20 year plan. And a lot of people looked at that and just kind of shook their heads. They went, what are you talking about? A 20 year plan? How, you know, that's, how do you even you know start that? Well, what he's done is 
he believes in the history of the NWA. He believes in the, in the history of the world title because that's really what, what he bought. Right. And the way he's approaching it is, and the reason he set a 20-year plan, is it's, he says it's going to be a slow rollout. Because what, what – and this is me, not him. What we've seen in the past is guys come out and they've got this – they're going to do this, these great things and they're super excited about it. They're going to blow everybody out of the water. They have two or three great shows, and all of a sudden they just blew through their money and mm-hmm. they're done. Right. And, and what, you know, what, what, what Billy and Dave and those guys want to do, or what they're going to do, is they, they want a slow rollout, and that's what they've done. It's going to be a slow build wherever it ends up going, and I don't know, I don't know where it's going to go. Um, I just know they're going to be successful. And so that's number one. Number two is they've, they've come out recently on a couple of different announcements and said that sometime in the spring of 2018, there will be some type of, of weekly television show or weekly show, I'm not going to say television, that's going to be presented on media outlets. Okay. Now, I don't know how, I don't know how that's going to present itself. Um, I know that they are very, very tech savvy. They're looking at this from a whole different perspective and they realize the value way more than, than my te- my technical experience and knowledge. <laughs> they realize the, the value of all the different media outlets and their thing is they would rather have a free online show with 50,000 or, you know, 500,000 viewers than they would to have a pay-per-view show with 5,000 viewers that they, that okay. they realize they need to reintroduce the product to as many people as they can. So it's going to be a slow rollout. I know that I'm excited about whatever, whatever my role will be at that point. And I don't, you know, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to hang on to this title as long as I can, because it's the, it's the most important thing I've ever done in wrestling. Right. Um, and then the third thing, part of their rollout, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've seen any of it, but part of their rollout is they've started, um, it's called 10 pounds of gold. And it's, it's basically a current following of what's happening with the world title. Um, and I, it's, I have just, I have just been in awe of the quality of the production. It's amazing. It's so good. They're usually five or six minute segments. Um, they started with just introducing who I was, then they've moved on. We've done, you know, we're, we're, we're doing, um, Pro Wrestling of Hollywood, which is you know great production quality, a great great uh, atmosphere out there. So they've, inter- re- they've reintroduced the NWA slowly, and every week they're coming out with multiple segments and multiple you know different things that are going on, and it's been it's been fantastic. I've been so impressed with the quality of the work. It's it's, it's really good. Yeah, I've picked up on a couple of those, and and you know it's. It's been it's been awesome to see, um, you know, obviously knowing because of you, uh, you know, you know, holding the championship and, um, you know, having that connection to it uh, for, for me from a personal standpoint um, and, and just knowing that, you know, that for, for years, a lot of people have kind of labeled the NWA as a dead brand and, and, and utilizing social media and u- utilizing, um, you know, things online for, for people just to uh, get attached because every wrestling fan, whether um, they, they, you know, really know the full history or not. They know what the NWA is and they know what that title is. So that's going to grab people's attention. And, and I think it's, it's great. And it's kind of fighting that, uh, fighting that mindset that the NWA is a dead brand and, and, you know, it's, it's a, it's a process. Right. And, you know, I said way before this, way before this purchase happened, I, people would say, you know, what, what do you say when people say that the NWA is, is down? And, and I have always, you know, I traveled 
I traveled almost to every, to most of the affiliates and and wrestled their top guy and everyone and watched and saw a lot of different shows. And I'll tell you that what I would always argue with people is the the NWA was there the whole time. What it was lacking was a media outlet to show the quality of of the people that represented the NWA. Okay. Now, you know, as the other thing I hope that I always heard and I always kind of shake my head a little bit at this one. They would, they, everybody would say, well, you know, the NWA is not, not what it used to be. But my retort to that would be, I don't think professional wrestling is not what it used to be. And there, now there's a whole generation of people who are not aware of what it used to be. So they accept the wrestling, what it is, and they love it. And that's great. No problem with that. But those of us who grew up watching a different type of wrestling, um, you know, a more physical style, less talk, more action, you know, that wrestling the guys who presented that are are retired or many of them are no longer with us. And and once those guys stopped stepping in the ring, wrestling changed because they were that good. And it doesn't mean that there aren't talented guys now. There are. There are amazingly amazing talents out there. But that that time in wrestling, if you go through the list of those guys, and many of them were NWA champions, if you go through the list of those guys, they're possibly that may have been the best time of wrestling ever. And most of those guys represented the NWA. You take those guys out of wrestling, yes, wrestling is going to change. It did change. It's not what it was because those guys are gone. Now, that doesn't mean what we've got today isn't good. It's just different. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, even even decade by decade. I mean, it, it, it there's been a dramatic change, you know, from where we are in 2017 to 2007 to 1997. Uh, you know, even right. even from the time I was – you know, twelve years old to thirty-two years old, the the business has changed a lot. So, you know, we can't we can't ever kind of predict that sort of a thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it you know, brands are there, and like you said, I mean, it, it's you know, the those rosters, those guys that paved the way, will stand up to to any roster anywhere. Well, I mean, if and I, I don't want to I, I don't want to challenge my memory and go through this, but if you go through and you say, you know, Harley Race, Ric Flair, all of those guys, Sting, Steamboat. Uh, go through the tag guys, you know, the, the, the midnight express, uh, the road warriors, uh, Tully and Arn, all the four horsemen, Lex Luke, go through that whole list. Mm-hmm. And those are, you know, and I'm not, all of those guys have different levels of talent. I'm not, I'm not comparing talent to talent, but go through that list of names. And those guys, in my opinion, will not only stand up, but surpass most of the list of names you can put together now. Um, you know, like you said, decade to get decade, if you go back 10 years ago or, or 15 years ago and you compare the top guys, then those guys are legends now. I mean, even, even, uh, you know, on, on TV now, every, every year at, uh, at WrestleMania, they're bringing back those guys from 15 years ago because they need that pop to get the viewers back in. So, I mean, every, every decade, rec- you know, wrestling continues to change and the product continues to change again, doesn't mean and, and you'll hear me use this term just in general about my wrestling, but you know, uh, I won't drop names, but I heard a guy one time talking you know, at a, just, he said, you know, wrestling is like ice cream. He goes here, you know, I'm going to tell you, here's how I would do this. Or here's what I like, mm-hmm. because that's my favorite flavor of ice cream. But there are a whole lot of different flavors. It doesn't mean my, my flavor is right or wrong. It just means it's the way I'd like to see it done. And, and that's the way I look at wrestling. You know, I have a, I have my style of wrestling and some people love it. Well, you know what? Some people have a different flavor that they like better, and and that's okay for all of us, you know. Because if we all like the same thing, it's, we're pretty limited in what's going to be out there, you know. So you know, it's okay. Sure. 
Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, we we've uh, we talk about that you know, on a regular basis. I mean, you know, when you go around even to different companies in in you know the Northeast Mid Atlantic area where we are, there's there's different styles. Um, you know, and a company that that uh, is running this Saturday in in a in a place about ten minutes from here is a lot different than one that uh, you know one, our our producer and I went to last weekend down near Philadelphia and, and vice versa. Like, I mean, it's 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 a thing where um, you know, there's different styles and there there is different flavors. And you know, I like this, I like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And you know, you may like you know the majority of that. You know, so uh, yeah, I think I think the kind of ice cream analogy is is about the perfect way to. Uh, to put it now, Tim, uh, this year uh, you checked in, I believe, at number one fifty nine in the uh, PWI five hundred rankings, which is up, uh, if my uh, if my math is correct and my research is correct, eighty five spots. Um, I'd imagine that 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 probably feels pretty good uh, to continue to climb that list. It you know it does. Um, that's that's not what I, you know, that's not what I hang my my hat on. I guess. Uh, it's always, always a pleasure and an honor to be recognized in any way, mm-hmm. in a positive way, right? I mean, that's always great. And and I'm I'm I'm, I'm guessing that may be the highest I, I've ever been. I don't know. And I remember the first year. I don't. It's been a while, but the first year that I made that list, I was just that was the greatest thing ever. You know, I made right. I made the top 500 wrestlers in the world. That's a great thing, right? And to say okay, 150. That is that's that's a great recognition. Uh, you know those guys work really hard. And I know I had, I was very, very blessed to have a feature in the magazine, uh, recently, I don't know, two or three, four months ago. Uh, but you know, there, there is a lot of, uh, subjectivity to how that's chosen. And, sure. you know, I, I would never get into a debate about, okay, well, you know, this, let's go through the top 20 and see who we agree and disagree with. <laughs> I, I couldn't get into that. You know, I couldn't get into that. So to be on that list is fantastic. To be recognized is fantastic. Um, you know, I would never debate anybody, anybody anywhere about where I should be on that list because, you know, there's a lot of great talented guys out there. Uh, I think, I think solely because I'm the NWA world, world champion, um, you know, that carried, that, that made a lot of difference, you know, that carried a lot of weight with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it absolutely has to. And yeah, in terms of, uh, you know, arguing there's, I've always seen little debates on, on Facebook or Twitter and things that, you know, when it comes out, oh, this guy should have been one, or this guy shouldn't be this high. And uh, I think last year, Roman Reigns was number one. And so many people were like, there's no way you should be there. But it's like, how how would you rank it versus how would uh, person B, C, D, and E rank it? So, uh, right. yeah, there's there's subjectivity. And it, and it comes down to kind of that, that whole ice cream mentality is, you know, yeah. is, is butter pecan the, the best flavor? Well, I can't judge the best, but I know what I like the best. And, and you know, it may not be butter pecan. Right. Absolutely. And that's, that's, I think that's the key. And, and, you know, as long as they, as long as the people who are doing that list are consistent, who are we to say, you know, again, I'm just, I'm just uh, honored to be on that list somewhere. All right. Now, Tim, uh, you, you've kind of seemingly almost found uh, what, what some people might call like the pro wrestling fountain of youth, so to speak. Um, Are there, are there like any secrets to, uh, to your success and, 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 you know, over the last couple of years, I mean, you know, I, I know from from the time that that, you know, I first met you uh, till now. I mean, you, you've seemingly only have gotten younger and, and better uh, in, in that time. Well, I, I hope I hope that I've gotten better and that I would continue to get better just because I, I really take a lot of pride in, 
you know, and how hard I work and, and, you know, my, my work in the ring, I, as far as how, how I've done it, I'm just, it's what I tell people all the time. It, it really is all about consistency. Um, I remember at one point in my life, you know, convincing myself that, you know, certain diets and certain things just didn't work for me anymore. And I think when we met, I had lost some weight. I might've been in the 270 range, but you know, at one point I was at 320 okay. and I had convinced myself that those things, things just didn't work anymore because my metabolism had changed, et cetera, et cetera. But the truth is if you're willing to pay the price, if you're willing to work hard enough and you're consistent with it, you can, you can make your body do a lot of things. Um, so I just, I try to be very consistent with how often I'm in the gym, which is way too much. Uh, how, you know, how much cardio I do. I, my biggest problem is I love to eat and, you know, that's always a challenge for right. me and it will be forever. But, uh, you know, I, and I, and I appreciate when people say that I found the fountain of, of youth, my, my body tells me something completely different, uh, almost every, every weekend, you know, on my way home, <laughs> uh, the biggest, the biggest challenge that I find is that it, you know, the, the injuries, stay longer. It takes, it takes longer to heal. It takes longer to, for the soreness to go away. It, you know, all those kind of things. That's, that's the biggest challenge. Um, you know, what I, I believe that I work smarter now than I ever have. Um, but I also know I can pretty much do everything in the ring today that I could do 20 years ago, maybe better. No, I know better than I could 20 years ago, but you know, if, if, if you get banged up and you get dinged up, which is just part of the business, um, the recovery time, is longer. You know, I could work, I could work uh, a week of five or six matches and be, you know, take a couple of days rest, go to the gym, feel good and be right back at it the next week. Uh, and feel like nothing, nothing's going on now. If I have, and I work a very physical style just in general, and mm-hmm. that may be because of my size. So, but, uh, you know, if I work, if I have a, a weekend where I work three or four matches, you know, the week, the, the first part of the, of the week's going to be pretty miserable for me until I, until I work everything out. So, you know, that's the biggest thing. I don't know I, I, if I, if there's a fountain of youth out there, I'm still looking for. <laughs> uh, Tim, it, you're you know kind of looking in the uh, in the short term kind of crystal ball. Um, what what would you say is maybe the your your biggest goal uh, for 2018? Is it is it just this the, the relaunch of the uh, NWA brand and, and making that as important and as big as possible, or or what what is your maybe primary goal uh, in the next year? my focus is, is very singular. Um, I'm going to do everything within whatever power I have, whatever role that is to help make the NWA successful. And it's a team effort. Um, you know, no one person, no one person's going to take it and make it work. But the team that the Billy Corgan, Dave Lagana, that those guys are putting together, I'm telling you, it's going to be something special and it's going to offer a product out there that's going to be different and it's going to be a different style. I think it's going to be great for everybody that's a wrestling fan and for wrestlers, because we all, you know, everybody needs an alternative out there. Um, you know, I want to be, I, I made a statement on one of those, uh, one of the, you know, the, the, the series that we talked about is called 10 pounds mm-hmm. gold. And right now I think there's three episodes. There's a mission statement. There's a lot of different things out there. And, you know, I make a statement at the end of the second one, and, and by the way, this, it, this is all basically, it's, it's non-scripted. It's just us talking. Uh, but I make a statement on there that, you know, the question was, what do you tell people that say, you know, you're, you're too old? And, and my, my, my answer to that is, 
you know, and I don't want to give you the whole age is just a number thing because if you work hard enough, you can compete. But, but I will say that, you know, I will continue to work hard in and out of the ring. Uh, I'll do everything I can to represent the NWA in a positive way uh, and do anything I can to make, make it successful. And I hope that, you know, I'm NWA world champion two years from now. You know, so if my body holds up and I can still compete at a level that is acceptable to me, which is I, I expect I have a, high, a lot of high expectations for myself, then I will continue to do that. Um, you know, if at some point between now and two years from now, I, I lose that title to someone who's, who turns, you know, he's a better, better wrestler than me, then I'm going to still do whatever I can to make that successful because I believe in the brand. I believe in the, in the NWA and I, I believe in uh, Billy Corgan and Dave Lagana and I'll do everything I can to make that successful, whatever, whatever that takes. That's awesome, Tim. It, it, it's been, uh, it's been fun getting to ca- catch up with you here a little bit. Um, let people know uh, where they can follow you, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter, anything like that, and, and keep track of, of what uh, what seems to be an exciting uh, 2018 and beyond uh, for you and for uh, the NWA. Well, I've got a, I've got a couple. Number one, uh, Tim Storm NWA is my Twitter. Uh, I would I would highly recommend everybody going out there and find the NWA. And, and subscribing to that, to that website because the things that are being produced, the quality of the material, uh, you know, I, I have a title defense in less than two weeks uh, against Nick Aldis, uh, you know, who was magnum with TNA, who is an incredibly talented guy um, in, in Los Angeles. I've got a title defense out there. And, and this, the features on 10 pounds of gold are highlighting all of those things. It's showing us how we're, you know, how we're getting ready in the build up for that match. That's great. Tim storm on, on Facebook is always, uh, is always there. And that's actually where I do a lot of my stuff, but you know, any, anytime anybody wants to, to check any of those things out, I would love for them to, but man, I really want to encourage everybody to, to, to subscribe to that NWA account because man, it's, it's good stuff. All right, Tim. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. We really appreciate it. I hope that uh, at some point, uh, our paths can cross again. Uh, like I said, it was an honor getting to meet you and, and the whole CWF crew uh, years ago. But, uh, you know, it's been fun following your career now, and uh, and hopefully we'll be able to uh, to meet up on the road somewhere. I hope so, and, and as always, it's a pleasure to talk to you, my friend. All right, thanks a lot. 